I used to produce movies. One critic called them European. I thought they were shit. Bullshit! We do not make B pictures here at Capitol. So it's kind of a psychic political thriller comedy with a heart. But it doesn't make any sense, okay? It's fucking stupid. Okay, there actually has to be something that happens that's actually funny. Now, what is the one thing, if you put it in a movie, it'll be successful? Tits. That is funny. <laughs> I can take you through it step by step, explain why your story stinks. But I won't insult your intelligence. There ain't no goddamn taste. Ain't no goddamn motion picture. Why are you still in character? Star, star, star. You know, Bonsoir, okay. Robert. Okay, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Quoi? I have something for you. Hold on. I just, I just, before you do that, before you do that, I just want the whole thing about how I lost the cord for the microphone. The audio. <laughs> The audio quality is going to be terrible on this episode because I'm just recording straight off my laptop mic. And your immediate thought is, I need to play something off my phone. Yes. That is going to be wee tandem noise. And you standing there talking, it's not going to pick up at all. It might. We don't know. Well, you're loud enough. Well, here's the thing. Back, okay, wait till you get back. You, you've stood up from the table and have walked to your kitchen. Please wait to speak until you get back. I'm, I'm... Would you like to... Oh, sorry. Listen. I'm just... What are you... Is this the Ratatouille soundtrack? <laughs> that's, that's the only French music you can think of? <laughs> Would you like some Roquefort or some uh, Camembert? Okay. <laughs> you, said, you said you had a way to open the episode. <laughs> Your way to open the episode is, do you want to eat on mic? <laughs> we won't. Okay, I'm, I'm pausing Ratatouille. <laughs> Matt, I would I would love some of the stuff you brought back from France. Could we do it during a break? Oh, I didn't, oh, I didn't bring any of this back from France. I brought this down the street. <laughs> okay. So, just so everyone knows, Matt went to France recently and just got back. And, and he went with his girlfriend, which he has. That's right. It's important that everyone knows that. I have a real girlfriend. Again, you cannot be heard right now. I, you don't they might hear me. I bought so much cheese. Yeah, you are ambient kitchen noises at best. Listen, I've been called worse. No, I, I, dear listener, I have, I have been. I'm gonna angle this more towards me because I'm not gonna have any trouble picking you. <laughs> I'm up. already peeking. Yeah. No, I have, I have, I have every day since I got back from France, I've been having a minimum of like five espressos. I have been eating bread and butter and cheese, like basically from like, like all morning and afternoon, right? I have been, I've decided to live the rest of my life as a Frenchman. It it's, is, I mean, it's a pretty nice place. It's, it's, it's so cool. It's, it is, it is so crazy just walking around a place and just being like, holy shit, they got it. Like, they just saw, like, this is, yeah, this mm. is how you live. Mm-hmm. This is great. They're so mean. <laughs> They're mean as shit, right? They all, like, ride, like, bicycles or scooters, right? Or have, like, cars that can sit exactly three people, mm-hmm. right? 
They just, right? They're incredible. Three, three French-sized people. Three, one, one and a yes. half Americans. Yes, yeah. yeah. That's, the thing, that's the other thing I noticed. We were, like, walking around, and I just kept saying to Emily, I just kept saying, like, I think I might have the most upper body strength of everyone in this city. <laughs> just based Combined. Combined. But that's not what I meant by I can only sit somewhere. <laughs> my point was not too strong. Yes. My, my point was yeah. more how you were at one point too strong for your pants. <laughs> I so if you don't know the story, it's this might have simple. happened on mic. This I think it did actually. Yeah, yeah no, because remember you laughed really hard, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, you're saying no. your your pants didn't fit you because you've gotten too strong. Oh no, they're over there. I no, I'm giving them away. I'm having to give away multiple pairs of jeans. And to your credit, you have gotten in shape in the last year or two because you needed to get a girlfriend. That's right. right. It worked. But this was not in this period of your life. <laughs> You were, you were, your issue was not that you were too strong. No, no, no. My issue was that I was uh, uh, too, too much. Yeah. But uh, um, I've been too strong for many pants. What's it called? You're so strong. Shut up. What? I what? I meant that as a compliment. I meant like, like mentally. <laughs> You're beautiful on the inside. You're so pretty on the inside. I'm gonna start saying that to women. You're so pretty, like on like the inside, right? And just leave it at that. You should, you, Matt. You should, I, and I mean this genuinely. You should try and be as nice to women as possible. I'm so nice to women. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, but yeah, France is like really cool. And like, yeah. what's it called? Yeah, Paris is like, like I, I like, I like didn't want to leave. I mean, I have kids, so I had to, but like, God. They like, have kids in France. They do have kids. I was legitimately, I was like, could I convince my ex? No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The answer was immediately no. And I was like, well, what if she moved? No, the answer is always no. No. Yeah, no, no. But, like, no. It is a very cool place. I will never in a million years understand people who prefer London to Paris. I love London, too. I love London, too. However, if you have to pick one. I spent more time in London than Paris. And I will say, when I was in London, I caught it in, like, the week they have good weather. Mm-hmm. So, yes. you know, I got a skewed sample. Yes. But. Yeah. I got, I got Paris in the summer and it was like very, like I got some sun. Like we both did. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like when we were there, um, it was like beautiful weather. Like we basically got to see almost everything. We didn't go to the Champs-Élysées. It was like the one thing we didn't do. Yeah. But like, yeah, no, yeah. We went to, I mean, across the board, just like an incredible city just for like tourist sightseeing, yeah. let alone like. we Honestly, my, the favorite thing i did there and I, I, I was only there for a couple days but i like packed in a decent amount like went to versailles went to the louvre went to the musée d'orsay yep 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 but, like my favorite thing was just kind of walking along the seine yes mm-hmm. yeah no we did we did a shit ton of that walking along the seine popping in at a cafe here and there like <laughs> like they do cafes so fucking right there. yeah you know what i mean especially were you smoking at the time uh no, but that's that's kind of when I started like my cigar. Habit. Yes, 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 yeah. Because yeah. it's like, because like they're like like because literally like if you uh, my thinking was I'm in London I can buy Havana cigars. And, oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a, I've told you my snuff story too, right? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I definitely. Oh wait, oh wait, oh wait, oh wait. Yes, 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 yes. So I, was, I was buying the cigars and the like, <laughs> nice little like nineteen year old like shop girl. Yeah. I was like, you know, we also have snuff. I was like, I've never tried that. I don't. I know it's. Like something you inhale, it's never really appealed to me. But, you know, it's actually kind of nice, and you can just try some if you want. Like it's fine. And, um, and so she like handed me the snow thing. Is like I don't know how to do this, and like just 
kind of looking at her like, tell me if I'm doing this wrong. Like, poured some on, you know, my hand where you're supposed to, to like, yeah. inhale it. And she's like, that's a little much. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll take some back and put some yeah. back. And I was just like, is that good? Yeah. And she just kind of like shrugged a little bit. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and just I was like, okay, I'll try it. And like, just it was way too much immediately <laughs> still. And she was, and <laughs> after I like started coughing and like had like snot coming out, was like crying. Yeah. And she was like, I just felt bad asking you to put more back. <laughs> Okay, that's a lot of things people say about the British are true. It's absolutely. Yeah. That was your first time trying snow. First and last. No, I don't think. No, so. you you bullied me into taking. I bullied you. I, was yeah. like, I still don't like this. Yeah, no, 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 no. Because I don't, especially your first time doing snuff. Because you're kind of like, you know, you're kind of like. I mean, how bad could this be? Like, you know, especially if you've ever done like a like an allergy thing or mm-hmm. something like that, or you know, drugs, right? But like, uh, but like, it, it is, it is, it is a feeling. Yeah. It is, it is, it is like an instant nicotine, like, it is, it's rough. Yeah. Expe- I just got to walk around the West End for like an hour looking like a pepper sprayed. Yes, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, 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 um, the thing about it is, if you do it in America, indistinguishable from doing cocaine. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the thing, like, I, I've, I was not a coke guy, I've never done coke, so yeah. like, I don't know the amount you're supposed to do, yeah. I don't, I don't know if they're, you know, reciprocal, and it. At the least, I don't know, but like, me neither. I know that it's easy to do too much snuff. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, yes. I I've only ever snorted Percocet, and <laughs> the the gentleman, the <laughs> gentleman. Oh, no, I remember doing it, and I remember like my roommate coming out. One of my roommates coming out and being like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And I was like, "Percocet." <laughs> they were just like, "Are you fucking kidding?" Like they were like horrified, and I was like, "What? What's the what is the functional difference between what I'm doing and just taking it as a pill?" <laughs> <laughs> like I was, well, I, I think the function is the yeah, difference. Exactly, yeah. And he was like, "I thought you were studying." I was like, "I am." I've never thought of Percocet as a study drug. Me neither, but it was great. <laughs> it was so relaxed. I was so nervous before I before I did it. <laughs> I felt so not nervous. It was great. But uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. London's cool, but like, I mean, well, the best part about London is that like they speak English. Yeah, and I mean, there's like. A lot of culture and obviously there isn't yes. like paris but like yeah. you can as an english speaker you can experience more of the culture yes like, i got to like see ian mckellen do king lear that's pretty cool that's, that's pretty cool was, although although you run into some people in london and you're like that's not english what are you saying i remember yeah I, I remember like randomly like having coffee with these like three people when i was in london like i did it like i just like met them mm-hmm. and they're just like oi bro we're gonna go with we're going to go have a cuppa. You want to come with? And I was like, yeah, sure. And like, we're sitting down and this guy tells me this whole story, which I believe was about a bird, uh, which I believe is a woman there. Yes. That's what they call a woman. And a fanny is a vagina and the trunk is the boot. The fact that fanny is a vagina confused me yeah. so much. I was just like, they're just ass fucking constantly on this fucking island. Which, and pissed is drunk. Pissed is drunk. Yeah. yeah, but no. Yeah, this guy told me this whole fucking story. We're, we're gonna we're gonna have a whole conversation later about how England should be illegal. But, it really should. Yeah. It's really yeah. But uh, yeah, no. Lovely well, city though. Oh, incredible city. Yeah. Um, I've been in Manchester a little bit. That's fine. York is okay. Like once you start getting to the north, you start being like, 
Oh, okay. Yeah. This is, there's, okay. You really start seeing some people. Yeah. Yeah. What's it called? Uh, yeah, I stayed on a farm. Okay. I was an exchange student, and I stayed on a farm. But the end of your, the story that you were telling is just this guy tells the story for like 10 minutes, and you're just like, it's crazy we speak the same language. That is literally, I'm not kidding, exactly what I said. Yeah. Then. I know that because you've told this story before. Anyway, so yeah, so, so France was super cool. I also decided I'm a Bonapartist. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, that seems like your ideal ideology. I literally, like, I literally, like, 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 like... like An ideology entirely uh, based around smashing shit that appeals mm-hmm. primarily to the uh, lower upper class. Yes, That's, yes, that, yes. Is, that is That is your one target demo. That is, that is, I, I like... Or you are the target demo. Exactly. I, I, I like, I, I, I literally, before this... Uh, because I've been doing a fun bit on Twitter where I'm a racist French guy. It's just what like, you are. exactly, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but doing a fun bit where I, <laughs> where I exhibit my real personality. <laughs> and wouldn't you know it's been annoying a lot of people? But no, 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 no. But I like looked up Bonapartism, right? And I was like, because I was like, what? I was like, I was like, what exactly? You were a history major. I was a history major. Yeah, yeah. But I never like. But I was just kind of like. I was just kind of like my whole like understanding of like of like Napoleon's regime was basically like no like I'm I'm the I'm the emperor it's me yeah I mean some like rationalization of bureaucracy and whatnot of course of course yeah yeah the code Napoleon no I I I I said to Emily because we meritocracy and and so forth which I don't I don't know if that you would thrive in that well I mean it starts off as a meritocracy (laughs) and then you see what happens right right exactly it's great yeah no my forefathers were very competent you know (laughs) yeah i'm in the fun part now but um but no but um yeah no yeah no two people in this world burn a candle for napoleon bonaparte it's the french and the jews okay there you go yeah anyway yeah Yeah. done 13 minutes of intro i think we gotta move on last little thing about napoleon okay all right all right you know what's it called? He had it for for those that don't know i know for a fact you know this for those that don't know he had an accent it yeah. was not a French accent. Yeah. He had it like he had like an Ital- like like to the French it sounded like an Italian accent. Yeah. Basically. So like, <laughs> like <laughs> it's so funny. Just imagine if we had a pre- like if like our like of like of like the like everything that that like everyone imagines like tr- like all the Trump people imagine that Trump was. Mm-hmm. Like if we actually had a president who was actually like the storm, basically, mm-hmm. and he was just like, Hey, it's me, the president. Yeah, but you also I mean I do enjoy that image, but also you have to remember that, like, this is a time when, like, national and especially lingual boundaries were more fluid. Yeah. So, like, the people who lived, like, you know, in, like, southeastern France spoke, like, oh, yeah. French-Italian. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. No, a, little, no. a little bit of both. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Like, not, not like, they spoke a little bit of French and a little bit of Italian. Like, they spoke a language that yeah. was a little bit of both. both. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, 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 there being, like, a unified French language is... Like, I mean, yeah, that's like a 19th century thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, No, I mean, it comes from, like, the rise of nationalism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which also makes it funny that they now have, like, an academy entirely dedicated to being like, this is French. Exactly. Nothing else is French. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, no, it's so, what's it called? It is, that is, what what is, oh, fuck, that's the Academy Francaise, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that is so fucking funny to me. That, that, like, that, like, they're, like, no, it's, like, an ancient and, like, sacred language when it's like bro like like provincial was like literally yeah. 
like could not understand it if you were from Paris. Yeah. Exactly. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. Like we don't even have that. Like we fucking like I mean we have like different dialects of English, but like we can understand each other. You know yeah, but I mean? I mean that wasn't true in England until like a hundred years ago. Well, I'm not from England. I mean or <laughs> Britain rather. You know, you had English and you had Cornish and you had Welsh and you had Gaelic and yep. Yeah. Crazy that America figured it out though pretty quick. <laughs> We just like we just like all understand. Yeah, each other. That's, yeah, that's why I always say it's America speak English. Exactly. Yeah. No. We. You know. We, oh my God. You know what we should do? I don't like whatever this is going to be. <laughs> I want. Should, I want to make clear because I don't know if you're going to go in this direction with it. I was joking. No. 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 I earnestly think that America should 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 start like 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 an academy in a, of English and like we should do like the Academy Francaise but for English. You should be like, no, we speak the right English. All right, so hello and welcome to You're Gonna Hate It. Just cutting that one off there. Um, my name is Rob. My name is Mathieu Bonaparte. All right, fine. Um, whatever. Uh, this is a film podcast. Do you want some rock for I'm sorry. Later. We already had this I, I, conversation. I just wanted to interrupt but, you. I'm um, sorry. I know. It's your favorite thing. But yeah. it's a film podcast where every month we assign, each of us assigns the other... A film that we think they're going to hate because we have very different tastes in movies. Um, I mean, we kind of did that. You definitely didn't do that this month. I, I we'll see how I did. But well, um, yeah, yeah, tried to make you mad. No, I just, I just gave you a cool old movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The bit, the bit is, the, the, it's, it's a bit we do when we feel like it. Yeah, it's largely dead. Yeah. Although um, I did it to you two months ago. Yeah. 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 But um, anyway, so. Um, I, being the highbrow man of taste, begin us. So we will start with my film, which is Wong Kar Wai's film from 2000, uh, the Hong Kong masterpiece, In the Mood for Love. Roll the trailer. I didn't think you'd Welcome back from the trailer. Yeah, that shit was definitely in Cantonese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. probably with some like you know sultry like yep. pop music under it. I'm gonna be so honest with you. I really looked for an English dub of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I really did. There, there are see what I don't get is <laughs> people you, but also generally this is like a general thing. Complain so much about having to watch a foreign movie in subtitles and then watch every English thing with <laughs> subtitles on. <laughs> I don't get that. I like the 
<laughs> I don't like it being a requirement. So you would have watched it dubbed with subtitles still on? <laughs> yes, I miss a lot. I don't listen very well. Okay. Well, <laughs> interesting. Like, I mean, there, there are some things I will watch dubbed. Yeah. Like, um, like if there's, like, a high-profile, like... Like Miyazaki movies, yeah. because you know they're big enough that like the, they will get a big cast mm-hmm. or like a, a a cast of like actual voice talent, where you're not yeah. just getting like some dude who like read the script thirty seconds ago, yeah. like, mumbling his way through something that you know is probably poorly translated. Yeah. and, like he doesn't really give a shit about. Yeah, but... yeah. And if they get big stars, they're big stars who are like good at doing like right voice acting. Yeah, yeah rather yeah. than like you know the thing now. Where it's it's like, like if it's an animated movie, you're already getting like voice acting. Yeah. You know, who are, you know, disconnected from the physical performance. Yes, absolutely. Um, yes. I don't like watching dubbed live action stuff. I'll say it's not so bad in my experience in like, um, in like, in like action movies. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Right. In certain like samurai and like karate and kung fu movies. Like, like there, because like, you know, like, like there it's like a little bit better. But like, yes, like, like in like a foreign drama, why? Yeah. Wild. Wild. Would be a weird way to watch this movie that <laughs> exactly. is so much about performance. Exactly. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes, yes. And it's just some guy coming in. Yeah. Although I know we've talked about this. I love it when they occasionally dub like English language movies that are just in like a different accent. Like <laughs> famously one of the reasons that like the original Mad Max, which is like one of the was a massive hit like yeah. all over the world, except in America. One of the reasons there were a lot of reasons it didn't do well here, mostly just they didn't promote it that well. But mm-hmm. like, one of the things that hurt was that they just inexplicably decided that like people won't like listening to Australians for an hour and a half, so we're gonna dub all these people just talking in like mid-Atlantic English. <laughs> which is like <laughs> so it's like a movie with barely any dialogue to begin with. It's mostly yeah. just you know, shots of like wheels it's an on act. pavement. What are you yeah. doing? Yeah, and it's like and like the Australian accent. Okay, I get it. It's it's annoying, but it's not <laughs> okay. That's... It's not like, but it's not. No, like, it's not. Yeah, no, er, er, oh my god, they God, what? How do they even get that? <laughs> Aren't they like mostly Irish? Come on, what's it called? They don't it's, even have, no zero broke left. Again, it's just like you take like. Eight different accents, put them in a tumbler, isolate them from everything else for a hundred years, and just shake them up. That's you know, right. See it what is, comes out. One of one of the greatest jokes in history, though, is that they took like some of the palest people on the planet and put them in one of the hottest places on it's, Earth. It's pretty, and it, it drove them insane. It, it did drive them insane. <laughs> but no, but uh, but 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 no, but like that is that is. I mean, I can understand it from, like, a Scottish movie, maybe. Like, if they, like, dubbed Train Spotting. Yeah, that's, that's a movie that I have to watch. Yeah, subtitles. exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I, re- I, I distinctly remember trying to watch Train Spotting and being like, nope, I have to restart and subtitles. I remember for a long time, I've heard other people have this experience, too. For a long time, I, like, kind of, I, Ewan McGregor is an actor I like, but I always kind of gave him shit because, like, He's not great at accent work. Yes. And then, like, I watch Train Spot. He's like, "Oh, that's where you're starting from." Like, <laughs> I give you so much credit for trying. <laughs> it's so it's so fucked. Also, apparently, they're going to become a country. Crazy. We'll, see. we'll see. But anyway, so in the mood for love from 2000. Um, start off as usual with a little, little bit of context. And I'm not I'm not going to do like a whole long spiel on like. Hong Kong cinema generally, because we're actually going to talk a little bit more about it next month in ways that I think will be connected a little bit more to the movie. 
um, that we're dealing with then. That's a preview for later in the episode. So you got to watch or Jesus, listen to the next five hours of content to find Sick. out what we're doing. Sick. Um, but uh, bah, bah, bah. Um, but I just to briefly note, like Hong Kong is like one of the like major world cinemas. Like mm-hmm. for a, I don't know if this is still true, but for most of the 20th century, it was the um, third largest producer of films just by number of films in a given year after Hollywood, obviously, oh, and, and Bollywood. Bollywood. Yeah. Um, and um, <clears throat> and Bollywood's putting out like a thousand movies a year. Yeah, Bollywood is some. I, I, I think it eclipses Hollywood in how many a lot movies. of like, especially now when Hollywood doesn't really put out that many movies. Yeah, um, yeah. but um, yeah. but uh, but, but, uh, but like you know was famous and is. And sort of similar to Hollywood and Bollywood is famous for like making a lot of like populist movies. Like is sort of u- unique among world cinemas. Like the, really the only places, not only, but like those are the three biggest examples of like places where ho- or filmmaking is a strictly commercial business. Mm-hmm. Like you know in Europe and a lot of other Asian countries, like it's in, in South America, it's something that is you know, at least in large part supported by the state. Mm-hmm. You know it's considered like an art- artistic endeavor. Mm-hmm. You know, the same way that we have, like, the NEA, you know, mm-hmm. if, we, if we actually funded that. Yes. But, yes, but, yes, yes, yes. A similar yes, idea. That yes, exactly. A public good to have, yeah. like, works of art. Yeah. Don't, when country. the American Napoleon comes around, that's going to get fully funded. Don't there you, you go. Worry. Yeah. But, you know, Hong Kong is not like that. You know, it's entirely mm-hmm. commercial. So you get, a, you know, for a long time, you got a lot of, like, martial arts and wuxia movies coming out of there. Yeah. Like, um, wuxia movies? I I don't know if I'm pronouncing it entirely I, I, correct. I'm not, not why I was stopping you. Yeah, no, W-U-X-I-A, but like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Like, period epics about like sword play, you know? Why do they throw the X in there? I mean, you're tra- you're transcribing like a language from an entirely different alphabet. Yeah, no, okay, I understand that, but but here's my pushback to that, all right? What's it called? X makes a very specific sound in my language, right? <laughs> And so many other, your, your argument again is you're in America, speak English. Basically, yeah, yeah. yeah just like if it makes like a J sound, do like a like a ZH or something. I, I, again, I'm all not I'm not saying even is pronouncing I have, it all right. I'm saying is I have notes. I'm sure there's a much subtler pronunciation. Well, uh, but, well again, <clears throat> I have notes. Yeah, but anyway, um, and then in like the 80s and 90s, um, like really explodes making a lot of like action and crime movies, and is for what like kind of like the. Uh, world center of like popular cinema mm-hmm. in a lot of ways yeah. like um you know a lot of the most exciting and like dynamic and adventurous mm-hmm. like popular movies are yeah. coming out of hong kong and yeah. again we'll talk about that more next week or right. next week we will um, yeah yeah to like world acclaim to like like like, yeah. like like hong kong movies are popular like i don't know like i mean like because like bali i mean india and the and, and that whole region of the subcontinent is such a populated area that mm-hmm. like they get like mass exposure down there yeah but like but like and I, they explored a lot of movies too like, they do not again nothing makes much of an impact in america because yeah. one just lack of promotion lack yeah. of interest and like you know you're just kind of boxed out by the number of movies we put out exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but, but like, bollywood movies are very popular across the world yeah 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 but like but like i don't know i feel like i feel like hong kong movies maybe made more of an impact in the west yes you know I what I, that. Yeah, yeah 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 like in like in like in in europe and in america like they are like they're like much like 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 you meet people that are 
huge fans and like showings of Hong Kong movies like in like Europe and in America are like a a, a thing that happens that yeah. people are people go to rather than like yeah. you don't really see that with like Bollywood movies. Yeah. Um, and except in maybe like those cultures, like the you know the the like people from that region who live in the West, right? I but I don't know that. No, I mean you'll see like if you look up like movie showings at like big enough multiplexes, especially in this area because we have a large like South right. Asian population. Like if you yeah. look at like Rio's Showtimes, it's not uncommon for them to have a Bollywood. Movie yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But, but I feel like that's much more targeted at like yes. the South Asian diaspora rather than yes. like you know like you and I. Yeah, right? even absolutely. Though, even though, listen, there is a Bollywood movie. Fucking, you ever seen Lagan? I've not seen Lagan. Ooh. Bollywood is kind of a blind spot for me. I need yeah. to get, yeah. like, I've seen some of their, like, artier movies, but mm-hmm. not, not as much many of their popular movies. But there is, when we yeah. get to what I've been watching, there is one I will note. Okay, okay. But, uh... Rob finally saw Slumdog Million. <laughs> that is not a Bollywood That is a... That is <laughs> is a, that actually not a Bollywood movie? That was directed by Danny Boyle. <laughs> Of train spotting. <laughs> oh, that's sick. That's so cool. Anyway, but um, Wong, I, I, I give all that context really just to note that Wong Kar Wai, the director of this film, kind of stands apart from that a little bit. Like, he is not um, really a populist filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I mean, he actually, you know, I mean, in a way, he kind of is just because this movie in particular is actually one of the most internationally successful Hong Kong movies ever made. Like, it mm. was, I think, for a long time, the most or the highest grossing non French movie at the French box office. Huh. Um, yeah, I saw that, that this is like a French, that, 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 that this was like a Hong Kong and French movie. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know all of the financing behind it. Like, maybe there was some French yeah. co production. I mean, but I, I I don't know I yeah. can't speak to that. just to say that like you know he's not obviously watching this he's not making an action movie this mm-hmm. is very much not an action movie mm-hmm. more into the the plot in a second mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. you know he he is someone who's like garnered a lot of critical claim and sort of general attention like mm-hmm. he's not you know a household name the way Steven Spielberg is but he's a director of note internationally that like people might have yeah. seen his movies so, yeah 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 like you know this this movie made a big splash at con mm. um, mm-hmm. you know like on that kind of circuit yeah you know? um, yeah we should go to con i'd love to yeah. we should we should i i actually unironically can we like can you just go i don't i have no idea well look it up what if we get press passes because we have a podcast <laughs> okay. i'm gonna apply for press I, passes I, for con. i think it's fairly exclusive okay well they say that but <laughs> I mean... But also, if you can... I think it's also the kind of place where, like, you know, if you bribe the right people, you can probably get in. Oh, I could... It's, oh, it's yeah. definitely got a seedy side to it. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. You know I love Con is kind side. of... From what I've heard, Con is kind of the, like, the FIFA of the film. <laughs> <laughs> There's some weird shit there. But, <laughs> but anyway... Oh, that's so... That's such a great reference. But, um... He's, he did, like, some of it, like, some of his early movies do sort of come out of, like, that Hong Kong crime thing. Okay. Um, but, like, he was always much more interested in, like, not so much crime as, like, a a vehicle for, like, action or suspense as, like, mm-hmm. his interest was more in, like, the idea of the criminal as, like, the romantic existential outsider. Mm. You know, because he's... As we'll get into as we talk more about this movie specifically, he's a dude who's very interested in like, you know, he's he's a much more emotional filmmaker. He's very you know much more interested in like, 
people and feeling and mood mm. um, and you know longing like that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 yes. yeah and that's I mean that's and that's something that's like consistent across all of his films okay. so like you know his, his early some of his early movies are you know sort of set in the criminal underworld but mostly about like criminals you know longing for each other and whatnot like, yeah short on the gunplay yeah long on the like yeah. people under neon lights smoking cigarettes and looking unhappy oh that's so cool yeah oh my god that's such yeah. a vibe yeah yeah like, like 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 yeah like they're criminals in this underworld but like really it's just kind of like their job yeah a little bit or, yeah and and you know the sort of like desperation and sense of dread that comes from that and like, yeah if i could just you know if I could just find the right woman, she would save me. You know, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, I know. I don't. I don't relate to that yeah, at no, all. No. <laughs> yeah, that is no. That is no resonance for me at all. And a lot of like people on the outside, like in love with each other, but treating each other very poorly. Mm, mm. Um, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I started moving on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. This. I mean, I think that. Like I don't, we'll we'll get into more about your specific reaction to this one, but I think he actually has a lot of stuff to say to you specifically. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, I think he does. But um, and so like after his first couple of movies, he started moving much more into making these just sort of romantic dramas that are very, like you said, very vibey. Like he's not really interested in plot so much. Yeah. Like um, I think actually the best point of comparison in terms of directors we've already covered is Malick. Hmm. Um, oh, huh, okay. Because yeah. he has a very similar filmmaking process where he kind of finds his films as he goes along. Mm. Like, he usually doesn't start with a script. Yeah. I mean, he shoots without a script a lot of the time. Like, That's he'll have, so cool. have, like, a vague idea of where he wants to go. Yeah. Um, but sort of just come up with individual scenes with the actors as yeah. they're making it. Um, yeah, yeah. Which can be a very frustrating process. Of um, course. Yeah. yeah, there's a reason why it's not the norm, but when you have like an alter like Malik, like you can make it work sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Thin red line. Yeah. And, and you know, it's similar to, to that that movie. A lot of the, his movies like have very long shoots that go way over budget. Yep. Um, like this movie sh- took 15 months to shoot. What? Yeah. From this movie? This movie. Um, How? And Well, so. I'll back up and talk a little bit more about the specific production of this movie. Then. Okay. So, um, so sort of the genesis of this movie, a lot of his, like he, he's someone who, you know, he, like a lot of auteurs who sometimes, you know, the downside to auteurism is some like there's sometimes people like later on in auteurs careers, people will start to like claim they're, you know, just making parodies of their own movies. Like, hmm. you know, they're just, you know, you know, Tarkovsky just makes Tarkovsky movies. He's frozen yeah. in stasis. Like, yeah. and I think there's something to that. But like, you know, I also love all of Tarkovsky's movies. But like, you know, Wong is like that in, in that he has consistent preoccupations. You know, um, and so this movie is simul- like sort of fits into like sort of a spiritual trilogy among his body of work, and also sort of a separate spiritual diptych um so the characters in this movie recur in two of his other movies like Um, the specific characters the specific characters um which ones well the the character so the movie stars tony leung Mm -hmm. um and maggie chung Mm -hmm. um as uh, tony leung's character's name is chow um Mm -hmm. and maggie chung's character's name is 
Suli Zai. Um, and in one of uh, Wong Kar Wai's earlier movies, kind of his breakthrough, the first one that really sort of established his style, Days of Being Wild, which um, is a movie also sort of set in like early 60s Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. And again, and is about um, this, a character played by Andy Lau, just sort of, again, just kind of meandering his way through life and 60s Hong Kong, like falling in and out of, of love with various women and kind of being a dick to them all. Mm -hmm. And one of them is <clears throat> Su Li Zen, the, mm -hmm. the woman, you know, the character from this movie played by Maggie Chung. Mm. Um, and Tony Leung also has a very small role in the movie. Uh, he's unnamed. Um, and, but like the, the timeline of the movie kind of fits up with the timeline of this movie. Mm. Um, and then there's actually a sequel, like a direct sequel to this movie, 2046. Um, that's about Tony Leung's character, uh, after the end of this movie. Um, We'll get more to that later because I want to talk more about the plot of this movie. Um, but they're all, again, kind of about... That's so wild. He made a sequel to this movie? I know, it's weird. Yeah. Um, but again, like, it's not plotty. It's more of an emotional sequel. Yeah, um, yeah, I can see that. I'll, I'll describe it more later because I want to describe the plot of this movie before des describing the plot of yeah. the sequel. Yeah. Um, but also after Days of Being Wild, he, uh, um, he made... Uh, a movie called Happy Together, mm. um, which was also, also starred Tony Leung, um, who's sort of uh, starting with his movie Chunking Express in 1994 kind of became his muse. Mm. Like they, they made, I think, six movies together. Mm, okay. um, and like they have like a very like De Niro Scorsese <clears throat> collaboration. Oh, okay. I you know, get like, you. Yeah. like he's not the only actor he works with. Yeah. He's, he's a dude he returns to over and over, over and again who really yeah. seems to be able to express what he's going for. Yeah, yeah. Like Tony Leung is... Really, we get more into this as we, we talk about the movie specifically, but I just want to pause for a second. He really, like, he's not that well-known in the West because he's never really, he's made one Hollywood movie and that's it. And that yeah. was within the past couple of years. He had, yep. What was that? He had a villain role in Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The Marvel movie. Yes. Um, yes. Good for him. But, yeah. Hey, you know what? You know he secured some sort of bag for that. Yeah. And, and we always love to see him yeah. secure a bag. But I, like... He is, I think, one of the great actors. Like, is so <clears throat> subtle. Like, very rarely goes big. Yeah. But, like, he's got such an expressive face where, like, if, even when he's doing nothing, like, there's all there's something going on. Like, yeah. he, he can... Like, so much of all of the movies he does with Wong, he does a lot of work outside... You know, with other people, obviously. He's one of, you know, sort of the big Cantonese movie <laughs> stars. And, like... Hong Kong has a weird system where, like, their movie stars usually do, like, five other things. Like, he's also got, like, a pop career. Although, I think he... Yeah. I think he all he mostly gave that up in the 90s to focus on acting because mm -hmm. he was a big enough of an actor that he could yeah. do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean that... I, I think that's just a popular thing in, like, China, too. Because I know, like... I know, like, fucking, like, uh, Jackie Chan, mm -hmm. uh, d b besides being, like, a legitimate martial arts master. Yeah. Like, 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 like it's not just, like, an act... like. He is like how Arnold is actually like strong. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, that's actually he actually is like a martial arts master. He's also like I think like like a like 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 a a, a like professional level opera singer. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's common in most you know professional acting industries outside the U.S. Yeah, like, you're expected to be able to do everything. Yeah, like that's true in Bollywood. That's mm -hmm. even true in England. Like, mm -hmm. You're supposed to be able to act, sing, dance. Yeah. Do accent work? Yeah, 
you know, it's, well, I mean, those English guys—they're all fucking like theater guys. Yeah, yeah, and like, and part of the like training for English actors is you're also gonna like be in an imp- improv troupe. Uh-huh. You know, it doesn't matter if that's not really what you want to do. You, you just need to have that kit in your tool bag. Yeah, yeah, that be able to tool in your whatever. Yeah, yeah no, 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 no. I got what you're putting on. Yeah, yeah. Versus like American actors, right? It's just like we're 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 for so we're for so much. I mean, I mean, and we have some like incredibly talented actors, of course. Mm-hmm. But like, but like, but it is funny how many American actors it's literally just like right place, right time. Yeah. Or 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 or, or even more so like someone's daughter or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Or someone's like nephew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. that is I, right. And we wonder, we wonder why this country's going down the tubes. All I'm saying. <laughs> there you go. Start somewhere. But like, just to finish what I was saying, like he's so much of his work in Wong's filmography specifically is Wong just like having a close-up on his face where he's not really doing everything, but he can tell you so much. Yeah. Like, express such complicated emotions just sort of sitting there. Like, yeah. seemingly not doing anything. Yeah. He's really an all-timer. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I was really struck by, like, how, like, he could convey, like, just, like, the sadness of his character. Yeah. But, like, with... But, like, in this way, we're, like... he does ever mugging. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, he doesn't, like... Like, 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 it's this very, like, specific sadness, right? Yeah. Where it's like, where it's like, he doesn't, like, necessarily look sad, but you can tell he's sad. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, this, this whole movie is about not expressing things. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, but, like, but, like, expressing them non-verbally in a way that is, like, very subtle, but, like, you get it. Yeah, you know I mean, what it's I mean? a movie about repression. Yes, and exactly. he can he can play that where you, like, still have the little bit of it bleed through. Yeah. Mask. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a tough thing that is like 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 i literally don't think i could like i have like 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 naturally like like i don't think that i could do that if you were like matt do that right now you yeah. know what i mean like no. like like, like, like no. it's one of those things where you're looking you're like no acting is absolutely a skill yeah you know what i mean right and the pigs that we have in our <laughs> okay 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 so to get back to happy together yeah. um because again this movie is again sort of a part of one spiritual trilogy but it's also uh, around the time that, in the late 90s, around the time when Hong Kong was about to transition back to Chinese China. control, yeah. um, Wong decided that he wanted to make a pair of movies that were sort of expressing different feelings about that. Um, so he made Happy Together, which was about a um, pair of Hong Kongese um, expats living in Argentina. Um, basically, like getting as far away from Hong Kong as possible, and it, and it's you know sort of a was a landmark film for it, you know they're they're a gay couple um, mm. and having like you know for the time fairly explicit like gay love scenes and like Tony Leung does a he's, he's done a lot of sex scenes over his career he commits to some like some gay shit <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's a really great movie yeah um, but you know is about like fleeing from Hong Kong sort of implicitly. Mm-hmm. fleeing from like getting he picked Argentina because it's like about as close as you can get to the literal opposite side of the planet yeah oh wow um yeah um and feeling like you know an outsider yeah um, but uh and then he also wanted to make another film set on the mainland um so he came up with this idea for a movie that was going to be set in Beijing um called like somewhere in Beijing or something like that um but the issue he ran into is um, kind of, I guess, confirming some of the 
the fears that one might have about the transition is they wouldn't let him film there. Mm. The specific issue being that the censors needed to see a script to approve filmmaking, and because he doesn't really work with scripts, they're like, no, we're not just going to let you shoot whatever. Yeah. You know, you yeah. Know, we have to know it's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that kind of fell through, but the, the germ of that idea became um, In the Mood for Love. Okay. Um, which yeah. was originally supposed to be sort of a a lighter movie. Um, you know, he's like the first film that he worked with Tony, or the first major film that he worked on Tony worked with Tony Leung on in like a major way. Chunking Express was is kind of him doing working in a lighter mood. It's still very much about like romantic longing, but like you know, with maybe a happy ending and you mm -hmm. know having some fun in the middle. Um, yeah, and he kind of wanted to work in that mode again. And so the, the original conception for the movie was, you know, having these two people who just happened... It was originally actually supposed to be like a triptych, like having three stories in the same movie. And the middle one was going to be about, you know, these sort of two people who meet, just happened to meet over noodles um, mm. and start sh sharing secrets with one another. Um, and it was, you know, again, supposed to be kind of lighter, fluffier, more romantic... Um, and eventually he abandoned the idea to do a triptych, just focused on that story. And again, like over the, which became In the Mood for Love. But over the course of shooting it, it became much, obviously much more melancholy and serious. Yeah. Um, and part of the reason it took 15 months to shoot is they kind of shot it twice. <laughs> um, because, you know, it's set in early 60s Hong Kong. And Hong Kong, which he picked because it was a moment both you know that yeah. that was his own childhood yeah but also a moment of tremendous change you know hong kong was becoming the you know very modern city full of high rises that it is today which also means that most of the 60s architecture was erased so it was very hard to find locations um and you know his idea was he's going to move immediately into the sequel um start filming 2046 in bangkok and he got to bangkok and was like holy shit there are parts of bangkok that actually look like hong kong looked in the 60s we need to reshoot all the exterior shit in Bangkok. Ah. And so they just reshot half the movie. Oh, okay. Um, and all right. Like, at that point, uh, the cinematographer, Christopher Doyle, a dude that he worked with on, like, six of his movies, also a very frequent collaborator who um, is kind of an interesting guy. He has kind of a reputation as a wild man. Yeah, he's a cinematographer, know. yeah. Yeah, he's a cinematographer who, like you know, fits very well with, like, you know, Wong's, like, improvisational, expressionistic style, you know, mm -hmm. but, like, you know, is kind of a big personality. Wong Kar Wai, probably a pretty big personality, too. He's, you know, that's the kind of people who become auteur directors. Mm -hmm. and so they, you know, they did a lot of really great work together, but also clashed a lot. And mm -hmm. when Wong Kar Wai was like, we have to reshoot the whole movie at that point, Christopher Doyle quit. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, a local cinematographer, or I mean, Christopher Doyle worked or lived, I believe, was living in Hong Kong at that point. Like, he's, you know, one of those, like, British expats who just lived in Hong Kong. Yeah. Um, but uh, hired a, a, you know, Cantonese cinematographer, Mark Lee. And it's like, people have been, like, debating who shot what the whole time. Because, like, the movie, like, it doesn't feel like it was shot twice. It's very... Yeah coherent yeah. the whole way through yeah um, yeah I, I would have known if you had said they had a cinematographer switch yeah yeah and so to get into the movie specifically a little bit like it is in like, interesting because this is kind of his like plottiest movie this yeah and it really yeah it barely is like again, yeah he's he's like he's 
different than Malik in a lot of ways, but like similar in that he's again mostly concerned with like how an image can capture an instant and express like the mood of it. Yeah. You know, less than like how you build a narrative out of that. He just wants to express feelings. Like yeah. a lot of his work, especially the more modern stuff that's set in like, you know, neon lit um, Hong Kong gets com- compared to like Edward Hopper paintings a lot of the time. Mm. You know, these Ooh, like, I love that. Yeah. He's oh, like, I love that. Lonely, yeah. like dimly lit urban landscapes, you yeah. know, with just like a couple people. And like, you just kind of look at it and get this sense of loneliness. Yeah, yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But God. and this movie is still mostly compared, composed out of that kind of thing. Like it, it elides so much. Like yeah. it's kind of easy to get lost watching this movie the first time, just because it doesn't have a lot of the like narrative connective tissue that a lot of other movies have. It'll just present a moment, and you're just kind of expected to catch up and like understand the feeling that it's it's expressing based on the you know the composition and again like the actors' faces and whatnot. And, mm-hmm. You know, I... But it does have more of a narrative conceit and through line than most of his other movies. Wow. Um, and sort of the central setup of the movie is, you know, there are these two people, again, Mr. Chow, played by Tony Leung, and Su Li Zen, played by Maggie Chung, who are both married to other people and happen to move into sort of adjacent rooms in an apartment in Hong Kong mm-hmm. in the early 60s. Um... And they come to realize that their respective spouses are having an affair with each other. Yeah. Um, And through that connection, they start to get closer to each other. And the whole movie is sort of them flirting with the idea of having their own affair. They clearly have a very strong connection. Um, It becomes clear that they're, I mean, they are in love with each other, but... And I, this isn't really a movie you can spoil exactly, yeah. but we'll, we're going to you know talk through the whole plot. But you know the central conceit is they never actually consummate their relationship. Yeah, you know it's yeah. a movie about being in the mood for love. You know, yeah. not not actively being loving. Yeah, which you know? I'm going to be honest, I thought I was going to see some fucking. <laughs> I thought I was going to see some fucking. I mean, you can watch some other Tony Leung movies and see some fucking. Okay. Like, one of, one of the other, this is not a Wong Kar Wai movie, it's an Ang Lee movie. One of the other Tony Leung movies I caught up with as, as research for this was Lust Caution, which is a movie where um, Tony Leung plays a, uh, it's set during world the, like the Japanese occupation of <clears throat> Shanghai. Mm-hmm. It's either Shanghai, it moves around a little bit, but a lot of it is Shanghai and Hong Kong during World War II. And he's a sort of a collaborationist um, local who's the head of sort of the local police. And it's about a woman who's part of the resistance seducing him with the idea of assassinating him. And there is some fucking in that. Movie. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Good for good for Tony. Yeah. Good for Tony. Yeah. And, good if, you, and if you want to see some, some gay fucking, you can watch Happy Together. Um, yeah, you know what? Why not? Yeah. yeah. It's Why a not? great movie. Yeah. yeah. It sounds great. Yeah. yeah. I always want to go to Argentina. Yeah. I'm pretty sure 2046 is a lot more explicit fucking in it too. Okay. You know, there's, there's, he's. Got... I, listen, if the car- if the guy in this movie gets to fuck, I'm happy. This guy, no one has deserved to fuck more than this we'll, guy. We'll talk more about where he goes in 2046, sort of at the end of the conversation. Okay. But it's it's interesting. Okay. Um, but um, 
So yeah, I mean, that's the central conceit of the movie. And from there, I think yeah. that really, I mean, because again, it's such a mood piece. What there is to talk about is mostly, yeah. you know, the feelings, the individual yeah. moments. So yeah. like, what's, what, what's your reaction to this movie? What do you want to talk about? Oh man, what's my reaction to this movie? Uh, what's it called? So my reaction to this movie was, I was like, I just spent this, I'm going to be honest with you, I spent this whole movie watching it and just being like, wait, what are they going to fuck? That was my entire... <laughs> but I, that's, there's something to that. Because yeah. like, so much of this movie is just, is about when are they going to fuck? Yeah. And like, you know, you have two of the most beautiful people on the planet. They're so hot. Who are like, just, I mean, this, this movie is one of the, I mean, one of the many ways this is influential is just as sort of like a fashion film. Like they're both yeah. really well dressed in like oh yeah hot fucking sixties yeah gear. like yeah um, yeah yeah and the, then uh, Chinese dresses they're yeah great. I believe I believe it's called uh, I'm sure I'm not gonna again Rob pronounce it right but it's like Xiongasm the like I was having a Xiongasm looking at her let me tell you or Xiong Sam I think but not but, having that but mentally you would correct it to Xiongasm yeah exactly well, yeah that kind of makes sense like Maggie Chung in this movie kind of helps repopularize those mm. like the sort of like floral good for her like early 20th century Chinese dresses looks great but, yeah. yeah 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 she looks great no and, and, and that's the thing right because this is like because like I mean because like they are in like a situation where it's like where it's like because, like, look, I would not have an affair. Mm-hmm. Not just not the type of guy I am. I've, I've been in situations where I've been in a relationship and something has presented itself. And I've always, uh, before I did anything, said no. Right? Yeah. It's just the thing about me. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I just, I just, I can't, I have never been able to bring myself to do it. Right? Mm-hmm. Right? What I will say though is that like there, like the 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 like tabooness of doing that mm-hmm. is like so hot, and they are in a specific situation where like literally who could blame them? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they found out that their spouses are mm-hmm. cheating on them with their spouses, right? This is a situation where like yeah, like. Yeah, you guys should fuck. But I mean, the thing part of the thing about the movie is people do blame them anyway. Yes. Like, you know, as the movie goes along, like the neighbors start to feel like assume that they are having an affair because they spend all their time together. And that's and that's when it like their like proto affair really starts to hit the rocks. Yeah. Like they go through this whole dance, like early on, like after they have figured out that their spouses are having their own affair and yeah. are like you know, starting to connect with each other where they, you know, they're, they're sort of thinking about like, well, how did this start? And so mm-hmm. what they start doing is they like play, play act, act. Yeah. their spouse's affair. And that's one of the like, again, like where you're, you're missing little bits of narrative like cushion or whatever that you get in the other movies. But I think is used really effectively here is like it doesn't go through, it doesn't show you the conversation where they say, would you like to play act this or whatever? Yeah. It just cuts to them having the conversation yeah. of like, you know, well, yeah. Of like, you know, Tony Leung making a move yeah. and Maggie. And then it's only when Maggie Chung is like, um, my, my husband hu- wouldn't say that. Yeah, yeah. That you start to like put together. Like, oh, they're just, you know, they're, 
they're going through the motions. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that that's when it clicked for me, right, right, yeah. right. Because I was like, because I was like, oh, okay, here we yeah. go, right, right. And you're like, no, my husband said. I was like, what do you mean your husband? Like, who cares? Your husband would say that. What's <laughs> yeah, it? yeah. It's it's me. It's yeah. It's, yeah. No, yeah. We're we're fucking. Yeah. yeah. No, and I was like, oh, okay, right, yeah. right. And then he's like, oh, well, maybe my wife made the move first. Then yeah. you know what I mean, right? And like, and like, and and and, and just something to add to this before I forget, because uh, this struck me was that like you don't see her husband. And you don't see his wife, right? Or, or, or you see his wife, but only from like the back. Like you don't yeah. see her face. They're mo- they're you you or get her husband off screen. Yeah, you get little bits of their affair, but they're always filmed like the parents and peanuts. Yes, where you don't actually see their faces. Like you can you can hear some of their dialogue. You can you see them from the back sometimes. You never see any part of her husband. You see like no. his wife from the back sometimes. Yeah, from the back she looks pretty hot, but. <laughs> But, right. but yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and like someone talks about how she's hot, but like, yeah. yeah, no, 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 no. But like, it is very much like, which I think is like, which, which really like sets this movie to be like, like you really only get their perspective. You know what I mean? Well, I will, I will say there are instances where like the movie does have some empathy for the other couple as well. Like there's that little moment where you, you get a little snippet of one of the, you know, the, the actually cheating spouses, they're like their phone conversations. And there's one where um, the wife says to the husband, like, have you told your wife yet? And you don't get, again, you don't get the whole conversation, but the next scene you see is, you know, sort of an obscured shot of the wife crying in the shower. Yeah. Because like clearly he hasn't, and at least for the moment, she seems to have maybe called off the affair or at least, you know, given him some sort of ultimatum, or just been disappointed that, you know, he's not going to, you know, be a man about this and give yeah. her what she wants. And, yeah. like, so you do get this little moment where, like, you see, like, the movie does have room for her pain as well. Like, mm. it's not, in, it's not just, like, these people are villains. You know, they're human, too, and they're doing something that, like, Mr. Chow and Miss Sue, they also want to do. Yeah. Um, they just actually do it, you Yeah. Know? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, because they're sinners. Yeah. <laughs> and one, and I think one of the, go, going back to like one of the issues being people assuming they have a, um, they're having an affair anyway, is there's a moment when the landlady kind of confronts. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, um, uh, Sue, yeah. Yeah, Miss Sue. And, you know, it's implicitly, like nothing is said directly. Again, this is a movie about repression and talking yes. around things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What she just says. The 60s Hong Kong was anything like 60s America, I feel like. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, but she's, you know, saying like it's understandable to be young and to be wild. But, you know, at a certain point, like you need to bring your husband home, you know, yeah. and, and keep him close, yeah. you know. And from there, like I think one of the things that's um, great about this movie is I think it's one of the best directed movies ever. Like mm-hmm. the way that Wong uses the camera again with a lot of like improvised setups and um, like you know working with multiple cinematographers, but there's always such purpose in every image, and the camera does such a great job of expressing the mood of the film again like you know it's the the camera itself feels de- repressed and demure like yeah. it, it so frequently can't look at things directly like people are seen in mirrors um or partially obscured um you know like the 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 cheating the cheating half of both relationships but what starts to happen after that conversation with the landlady is it starts to shoot tony leung and maggie chung like that as well it starts to shoot them you know 
you don't get their faces. Like in that confrontation where the landlady is talking to her, you it's, only see Miss yeah, Sue from behind. Yeah. And then all of their, you know, assignations after that. Where again, they're not making love, but they have rented a hotel room. Yeah. Um, for, for, for her to like help him with his writing. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's a journalist who's trying to start a career as like a someone who writes martial arts serials and she helps mm-hmm. him out with that. And that's one of the ways they further connect. But they have these meetings in this hotel room and from then on, most of those meetings are filmed yeah. the way that the, the spouses are filmed. Yeah. And they start filming, you know, these phone conversations between them where you don't actually see any of them the yeah. same way that like the spouses phone conversations were filmed. And so you can see that like from there, like they are infected with the guilt that they would feel as if they were actually yeah. having an affair. I actually, I don't know if I ever told you this. I ever told you I was part of an emotional affair. Not, not with my ex. Not, mm-hmm. not, not, not when I was with uh, my ex-wife. Mm-hmm. When, when I was in college. I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like the other man yeah. to this. Yeah, her, her boyfriend was uh, like uh, in ROTC and was off playing soldier for the summer. Yeah. And we were taking summer classes together and like, yeah, it like blossomed, like, yeah, like she would like, like, I don't know, it, it was like we just like we spent all day together basically like mm-hmm. going because we just ended up having a few classes together going from like class to class spent hours with each other had like lunch had coffee mm-hmm. like even like I remember like at one point like like laid in the same bed together right you know what I mean and like cuddled under covers like it was mm-hmm. like like and like watched a movie I think we like fell asleep in each other's arms like yeah whole deal and and I remember like I remember like it culminating at like we fucking went at our university there was like um this like observatory right mm-hmm. and like and 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 it's like and like right by the observatory there was this like kind of like 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 I don't want to call it like a, it wasn't like a quad it wasn't that big but like you know but like this grassy area right mm-hmm. and it with like benches and stuff like that it was like well-kept garden right uh but there was like this area of grass and I remember like we just like like slow danced with each other in like the fucking moonlight like had a whole on and and i remember a friend i actually someone you know too emma Mm -hmm. yeah saying to me as i said like i was like i think i'm like falling in love with this woman (laughs) like like what the fuck and she just said to me matt like if you do this it is going to haunt you yeah you know what i mean right and like and like and 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 like that's the thing we never said anything and, and there was never any like like mm-hmm. acknowledgement of it but like the guilt i felt being in that mm-hmm. and i'm sure she felt too like literally i remember after that night we just like didn't talk yeah we just like didn't talk like barely talk. i think she texted me when my brother got arrested which mm-hmm. like, hey just hoping you're okay yeah but like that was it we just like didn't talk and then <laughs> Fuck, and then she ended up marrying that guy. Okay. Actually. There you go. Yeah. 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 I saw that on Facebook like a, like a for year them. later. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, no, no. But like, yeah, no. But, but like, but like, it but does, I mean, I think there's something there. Like, you, if you yeah. play a role for long enough, you're going to become that role. Yeah. 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 Like, like, God. Like, yeah. Like, 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 fuck. Like, she almost kind of felt like an ex. Like, yeah. when I, yeah. Like, it was wild i forget that i was in something like that but yeah but no but but you're right like 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 at a certain point like consummating or not consummating right mm-hmm. there stops kind of being a difference 
sense. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, 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 like a relationship is a very specific thing that you do it. It's not just fucking. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's right. a relationship. It is a relationship. Yeah. There is an emotional element to this. And these characters are having that emotional connection with someone that's not their spouse. Yeah. You know what I mean? And whether or not their spouses are doing the same thing with someone else doesn't change that equation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, 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 like someone's cheating on you with someone else's significant other and you and that other person's significant other have sex, you're also cheating. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? That doesn't make you not a cheater. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, and 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 I think that like, I don't know. The thing that struck me so much about this movie is like, clearly these are two people in like the that are like hurt by this. You yeah. know what I mean, right? That are in like pain by this realization. I think uh, Miss Sue is a little bit more like. Uh, expressive about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And maybe that's just more because, well, you know, she's a woman and maybe that's like a little bit more like... There's more of a social... Yeah. It's more of a taboo for a woman to cheat than a man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, well and, and, it's, and, it's, and, it's, and it's maybe more acceptable for a woman to be more outwardly like... Emotional. Emotional, yeah, yeah than like, you know, than like a man in like the 60s anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but... And I, we talked a lot about Tony Leung. We should also praise Maggie Chung. She's, yes. She's also fantastic. Oh, she's so good. You know? um, like there's there's that, again, speaking about like being able to just hold a close-up where you're doing almost nothing, like there's that moment earlier where, you know, she goes and talks to, very early in the film, she goes and talks to um, Tony Leung's wife. And there's, a, again, you don't see the wife. You just, it's just a close-up of Maggie Chung standing in a doorway and she's asking, she's come to ask for something like soap or soup or something like that. I don't, I don't remember what. Honestly, some Chinese shit. But, I, it, but it really seems like she's just lonely and looking for connection. But yeah. also maybe is starting to subconsciously suspect something at the same time. Yeah. And she just has to play all of that just with her face. Because she's just having this very polite conversation about soap or soup or whatever. But like she's also having to play like underneath that like... I'm desperately lonely and also a part of me that I've not yet acknowledged might think that's your fault. Yeah. And it's, it's just so beautifully played. Um, and then there's the, the added jab of after she leaves, you know, the door shuts and again, not seeing anything, you just hear the wife say, um, that was your wife to presumably the husband. Yeah. 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 Just cutting. Oh, oh, incredibly cutting. Yeah, Yeah. 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 And, 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 and I think another scene that I really liked her in was like where they're play acting like her confronting her husband. Yeah. Right. 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 Which, which, which I love that the movie ultimately leaves vague that she ever did. I feel like. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, yeah, we don't know. Like, like, like the most we get is that like at the end, I guess that like she has a kid now. Yeah. You know what I mean, right? But it's like, but like, but, but like you say like, oh yeah, a woman lives there with her son, but like, you know, you don't know. Oh, wait, does, does that mean there's some husband there? Like, yeah, what's the deal? You know yeah. what I mean, right? But you don't get like a full. You don't get a full answer yeah. to, to what actually ends up happening to these characters because ultimately what happens is this is all in... What year is it? Is it 1962? I believe so. Yes. Yeah, it's at like, least the main part of it. The it main cuts, part It cuts to it. the forward at the end. It cuts forward at the end. We'll talk more about yeah, that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but there's this one scene where, like, where like they're play-acting her confronting her husband. And, and interestingly, I'm pretty sure they shoot Tony Leung from the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As if he's the husband. As if he's the husband. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And and, this, and 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 I think like when 
when when it was first. Well, first he's off screen, right? Mm-hmm. And you think it is the husband. Yeah. And then it yeah. shows that it's Tony Young, but he's still shot from the back, which it, I, I love that choice. Yeah. But like, but like, but like, but like, but like, you know, she's like, she's like, be honest with me. Are you having an affair? Right. Do you have a mistress? And he goes, yes. And then she just kind of like pauses and then like kind of like hits him like softly. Mm-hmm. Right. And then he was like, what? Wouldn't you be more mad than that? And she was like, I, I, I didn't expect him to give it up so easily. Like, I didn't know how I would react. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like she plays it as like, as like this, like. She's just, I don't know, like, 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 she's still pained by it, but also it's just become a fact of her life at this point. So mm-hmm. even though it still gives her pause, she also doesn't know, like, well, how mad should I be mm-hmm. when I, when he, when he admits yeah. it, you know what I mean? Like, and, it's, and then they have to play it again and he gives, and he, it takes him a little while longer to give it up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it is like, cause because the vibes aren't just longing, you yeah. know what I mean? Because true, like they're falling in love and longing for each other, but also they're going through, a, a, like like both characters are clearly going through some sort of mourning for like for their marriages. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I'm someone who's gone through that myself. Like yeah. that is, you know, it's it's tough. I would imagine tougher, uh, 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 not being at a point where you're exiting, right? And also like. With infidelity in play. You yeah. know what I mean? Right? Because there was no infidelity in mind. It was yeah. just, we just had no business being married. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Right? Versus like, here, like, like there has been such a betrayal of trust. Yeah. Right? And like, and at the same time, you're also kind of starting to do the same thing. Right. With this other person. And all of the guilt and social pressure involved in that. Like, exactly. I mean, the, the big like moment when it becomes clear they're not going to do this is when Tony Leung, again, in a very repressed roundabout way, seems to suggest like, maybe? And Maggie Chung just says, we won't be like them. Yeah. 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 Which I, which I like, what a, like, like, like I was like, yep, no, I know exactly how you feel it, pal. Yeah. Like that moment where, yeah. And I mean, that's, that's again, to, not to keep harping on this, but this is what makes a lot of what makes the movie great. It's so great at just perfectly capturing the moment or the emotion of a moment without ever directly saying it. Yeah. And even beyond that, just it's such a sumptuous and sensual film, like not even in like a sexual way, just in terms of like, I mean, you can like, there are like close-ups of like there's a scene when they're eating in a restaurant and there are like mm-hmm. close-ups of them like cutting their respective steaks and yeah. like steak has never looked so good. Oh like, no! You can taste it. Yeah, yeah. And like you know, again like lonely shots of like Tony Leung al- yeah. alone in the office at night smoking a cigarette and God does smoking look good. Like, it you does. Can, you can you can taste this movie. You can smell this movie. Yeah. And you can like feel the emotion of like sitting in the back of a cab with someone that you love but can't touch and wanting to like reach out and touch their hand you know <sighs> brother can't you <laughs> brother can't you yeah jesus christ yeah fuck oh yeah not gonna look her up after this uh anyway no but no 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 but it is it is like because like 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 because like, it is like i don't know what i was thinking was was like you know, you know, of course I have that experience that I shared, right? Which, mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah. but, like, also, like, this is a movie that, like, shows, because, like, no matter who you are, like, like, you've probably experienced one of these, like, situations or emotions, you know what I mean, yeah. right? Like, uh, even if it's just... A, everyone has experienced longing. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And But it, like, 
but it like it it makes you feel it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It makes you feel it. And that's the thing. Like I was thinking about this, right? Because you know, when I was in France, I was someone on fucking art, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right? And I didn't know what the fucking impressionists what they were trying to do. I just it was like, I don't know, they had those weird paintings and put the dots on them, right? <laughs> right. But I read this fucking thing, right? Right. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is why they're called the impressionists, is because they're trying to give you an impression of how it felt. Right. To... Moving away from realism. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> trying to find some deeper truth That's in the good... image. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you that which might surprise you. What's it called? Have you ever been to the Centre Pompidou? No, I have not. What's it called? That honestly, modern art is apparently my thing. Okay. I fucking loved it. Yeah. I feel like I which wild, right? Yeah. I feel like maybe not what you'd expect. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of a curveball. So, yeah, a lot of it can be pretty intellectual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just there and I'm, I'm just I'm just there. I'm eating it up. I'm eating <laughs> it up. Yeah, what's it called? Although we did get to this one point, fucking and this guy fuck, I forget his name. It was some Brazilian guy, like Leon something or other. Mm-hmm. Who, who cares? Right? But 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 I'll I'll, I'll show you him later. But but no yeah, this like this like this like this like exhibit that was like first off sculpture of a mushroom cloud made of human organs. Okay, what's it called? I'm like not a fan, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, but it was so it was so cool seeing someone like like I don't know. Well, maybe, maybe it was more an off mic thing. Sorry, I'm just I'm just I'm just man. I okay. love art. Yeah. But 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 my point is is that is, is that what I realized when I was like there like looking at impression is I was like I was like that is so impressive to be able to like give. An impression of a moment of a feeling, right? Of the mm-hmm. vibes. Yeah. Like that is because that's the thing. Cause like, cause like you can shoot a movie, right? And you can tell, right? Like, 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 like for instance, right? Go back to Malik, right? Yeah. The difference between Saving Private Ryan and the thin red line. Yeah. You know what I mean? Saving Private Ryan, hey, we're gonna show you some war shit, right? And we're yeah. gonna show you some people going through some shit, right? Yeah. Right? And 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 maybe you feel for them, right, in the way that you you know, right? That like, you know, like, but, but, but it's more like in the way, like, you know, you see someone yawn, you yawn. You know what I mean? It's almost right. like, oh, well, I'm just seeing, you know, it's, yeah. it's a visual cue, right? Versus like the thin red line, like you feel like the, 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 like, the, like, because what's the plot of the thin red line? We got to get up that hill. You yeah. know what I mean? Right? Yeah. 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 And, then, and then, oh, fuck, we got up that hill and that cost something. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also, and also, by the way, if you think we're not getting up the hill, we're getting up that hill. <laughs> And some of them have to pass out. They'll just pass, pass out. out. Exactly. Yeah. But you get the like, right? Because like, because like, because like, what Saving Private Ryan does? Saving Private Ryan is like, it's like pure like American GIs, right? Right. And they're like, right, right, right. And they're just no. We're just gonna, you know what? We're gonna win this gosh darn war. You know what I mean? Maybe not so much. Right. 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 But I mean, maybe, there's there's some. There's. I'm, some I'm not giving it enough credit. Yeah. I, I just couldn't think of another World War II movie. But 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 you know what I mean, right? I mean, it's feel. It's a good movie. Yeah. Right? Yeah. right, right, but but in like the but thin, it's, it's a more literal movie. Exactly. Whereas in like the thin red line, like 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 you kind of get the like, holy shit, we're going up that hill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like it is hot, and we are in like long sleeves. Yeah. And this and it is hot. Yeah. And they are those Japanese. And there's no water. There's no water, and we have to. And we're, it's not like we're like we're marching. And it is hot, and there are bugs, and the Japanese really don't want to give up and, this hill. And why must the land contend with the sea? <laughs> I love that movie, but... The, 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 the ghoul is the, the only thing that would have been that would be better is like he's saying that, and someone just goes, shut up! Shut the 
fuck up. I'm so sick of you. For weeks with this, why must the land contend with the sea? I'll fucking kill. Like, oh my god, yeah. just so cool. But like, but that's the thing, right? But like, this movie, this is this is a movie that like, even though it's in different language. Right? <laughs> As, as if they have committed a crime against you that you are forgiving them for. <laughs> Listen, they're from Hong Kong. They speak English. They could have done this differently, but they chose not to, and that's their choice, right? That's why it's a 4.7 out of 5. Okay. But, right. no, but, like, but, like, no, but, like, but, like, it really and truly, like, does... We don't get enough movies on our vibes anymore, Rob. <laughs> we just don't. But yeah, I mean, this movie has some strong vibes. Like, we haven't even talked about the music. Like, oh, God. Yeah. Like, that um, one score, like, a Pavlovian response. Yeah, which is, so the, there's sort of a theme to this, the, the movie, which is actually a weirdly a, part of the score of another movie that Wong just liked and lifted. But, like, I feel so, like... He, that's cool. Yeah, he owns it at this point. Yeah, like, that, this yeah. Is, that's, that is the score to In the yeah. Move for Love. I'm sorry, like, yeah. whatever other movie. Yeah, like, exactly, yeah. There's another Hong Kong movie? I think so, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. I was going to say, it was going to be I, pretty... I know the original name of it is Yi Wei's theme. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Um, but, like, that plays over these sort of repeated scenes of, you know, it's it's this very, again, like, sumptuous but melancholy like romantic longing instrumentation that plays always over scenes of you know shot in like again like very sumptuous slow motion at first of like the two of them like passing each other as they go to buy their noodles because neither of them is eating at home because you know they their spouses are off somewhere else who knows who knows um japan possibly. but it's yeah but that's where they you know how they first start to notice each other because they go to the same noodle shop and so, and so this theme plays over them passing each other and just kind of looking at each other. And but like that's always how the theme is utilized. It's never over like scenes of them together. It's always them passing each other, like looking at each other maybe or alone and thinking of the other. But it's it's a theme that's connected with their disconnection, mm. you know, with how they're always apart from each other. And it it also uses a lot of, um, like sort of. 50s pop music like yeah. there's there's a lot of like nat king cole on the soundtrack yeah um which again just has you know is such a a perfect vibe match yeah. for this movie yeah you know? yeah yeah which i think I, there's part of that was like oh why is this set in the 60s i was like did something happen in hong kong in the 60s is this gonna be kind of like a like a like a like a the taxi driver type of thing <laughs> mm-hmm. the, the taxi driver not not taxi driver right yeah, yeah, yeah. South, South Korean, Korean movie. movie. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. When, I mean, there is some of that in the background. Like, I, I don't know enough about Hong Kong. Yeah, history, I don't know. They show a thing about De Gaulle, but I think that was going to Cambodia. Cambodia. Um, and people make reference to, like, and in 2046, they make more reference to, like, there being some sort of political disturbance. Like, I think it was a time, you know, especially the late 60s, as, wherever, as with everywhere else, where there was a lot of, like, Political upheaval. I don't mm. know any of the details. No, yeah. no, put it into my head. I don't know. Yeah, I was like, I think they're still British. I know they remained British until the year two thousand because I saw Rush Hour. There you go. That's yeah. right. Yeah. 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 Um, and uh, Jackie, is Jackie Chan from Hong Kong? I don't know. Um, I know he's a big fan of China. Yes. 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 Um, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, he can. 
I don't know. He can do a cool flip. Yes, yeah. he can do a lot of cool shit. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I hate him for his, for his martial arts. I just love him for his political There you opinions. go. Yeah. Um, I'm, that person exists. But... Yeah. <laughs> that person, that person, I want to talk to that person more yeah. than anything in the world. But, uh, so I guess we can get into sort of the conclusion of the film, because, you know, sort of the conclusion of their affair is, um, you know, they, again, sort of dance, or you know, continue to dance around, like, are we just going to do this? And, like, yeah. it eventually is pretty definitively answered no. And Tony Leung gives, who, again, has been working as a writer, he's a, professionally as a journalist and sort of on the side as a writer of serials. Yeah. Um, and kind of as an ultimatum to Maggie Chung, he says, I've got this opportunity to go to Singapore. Um, and so they, you know, they, they play act saying their goodbye, which is, you know, kind of, you know, understandably one of the most heartbreaking scenes of the movie because they're like, you know, ex- again, expressing these emotions, emotions without actually expressing them and until they just break through and they actually like cry. Um, and that's, and on the ride home in the taxi afterwards is the only time they really touch, you know, she leans his head, her head on his shoulder. And that's like the most physical intimacy they express in the yeah. whole movie. Um, yeah. but then right before he leaves, he calls her, um, and says, you know, if there was another ticket, would you come with me? And that I think kind of implies that he's left his wife, you know, yeah. um, again, doesn't directly say anything, but I think that's the implication there. And at first she, you know, declines or seems to decline, but then seems to change her mind at the last minute and goes to the hotel room, but gets there too late. Yeah. And you just get this shot of like the, these, you know, sumptuous red curtains just blowing in the breeze and her just standing there, you know, having missed her, her chance. Yeah. Um, and then from there, the movie starts like sort of semi-rapidly cutting forward years and years, where they keep ha- they have the, with these you know ever, having these like small missed connections. Like you know, she goes to uh, Singapore and visits his room when he's away, and steals some slippers that she'd left in his apartment earlier. And he realizes that the slippers have been stolen, that she smoked a cigarette in his room, but they never actually see each other. Yeah. And then he goes back to Hong Kong and tries to visit the apartment, but doesn't find her. Um, yeah. And, you know, just the years go on. Yeah. And they just, you know, they've missed each other. She's had a kid, apparently. You, know, you don't yeah. know any of the details on it. And then the conclusion is, um, you know, he's in Hong Kong and he's talking with his editor buddy, Ping, who... Uh, the dude playing him apparently is just the costume designer. And Wong Kar was like, I like your energy. Do you want to play this kind of lecherous, older editor? Yeah. And he's like, sure. Yeah, why not? <laughs> but Tony Leong tells him, you know, this, this not story exactly, but, you know, he says to him, you know, in the olden days, what people would, would do when they had a secret that they couldn't tell anyone is they would go up in the mountains and they would carve a hole in a tree and they would whisper their secret into the tree and then cover the hole with mud. And, you know, later his journalistic career takes him to Cambodia and he goes to Angkor Wat Mm -hmm. and he finds a hole in the temples at Angkor Wat and he whispers into it, presumably about Maggie Chung and then covers the hole with mud. And that's the end of the movie. Yeah. You know, that's the only way he could express his feelings. Yeah. Into a hole. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. God. Mm. Fuck. Yeah. Well, shit. (laughs) 
if texting had existed, none of this would have happened. I mean, that's true of so many movies but it's prior true. to like 2005. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like shit like this just doesn't happen anymore, does yeah. it? I mean, I'm sure people have, you know, unconsummated relationships all the time, but that kind of like, oh, yeah. we just can't find a way to connect. But again, yeah. I don't think the issue there is like... Technology. Can, yeah, they can yeah. write a letter if they want it. It's, again, they still just can't consummate it. You know, yeah. there's still whatever standing between them. You know, time, mm. distance, guilt. You know what I always think of uh, in situations like this? I always think of the last shot of the graduate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, 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 if that movie ends 10 seconds earlier. It's a happy ending. It's a happy ending. Yeah. Right? But that last shot, because that is a inconsummable. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you shoot for the moon, you land among the stars. Yes. Right, right, right. But that's a relationship that, 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 that for a bunch of societal and moral reasons cannot be consummated, right? Mm-hmm. And yet they buck everything and consummate it, right? Mm-hmm. Right? And then you get that last shot of, oh, no, now what? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and I wonder if, if, if this was part of it. You know what I mean? Right? right? Yeah. If, if like, because, like, I don't know. I was thinking a lot about, uh, 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 so Slava Zizek, right? Okay. Uh, uh, who I love and agree with everything he says. Interesting right? to see where this goes. Right? No, but, but he has this thing about love that I absolutely love, right? Mm-hmm. And he talks about when you're truly in love with another person, right? Mm-hmm. That that it's that that you're not in love with an idealized or romanticized version yeah. of the person. You're in love with all of them, right? For and 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 I and I unironically love the way he ta- speaks English yeah. because he uses these phrases, right? Right? He, he says he says you know they're good points and they're stupidities, you know, <laughs> yeah. which is like such a good way of putting it. Like like when you're like in a relationship with a person, you're just like that's fucking dumb that yeah. you do that but yeah. but yeah. but but you know right, what right? i love that about you but i love that about you yeah. right right and 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 that that person becoming the absolute to you right yeah. right 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 not that they can do no wrong right but that they do right that that, that that they do good and they do bad and they have good points and they have stupidities right yeah but that all makes them and that's enough right yeah. and that's the thing in know in, in in something like this right is that is that you know, right? Is that is that this is a relationship born out of pain, yeah. right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They did not. If they had both been single and they're meeting on the street and everything like that, mm-hmm. this absolutely gets consummated. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there's this. But there's this. Maybe this thing in the back of their head, right? That mm-hmm. says like, maybe just maybe, this isn't what we think it is. And what if we? And what if we go down this road that you know, what toothpaste comes out of the tube and you can't put it back in? Right? Like, like, and that fear stops them from trying anything. Yeah. Right? That ultimately what stops uh, this love story from happening is fear. And that might not be a bad thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Right? That maybe they were no good for each other. You know what I mean? But we don't know. And we don't know. And, and, and that's not the point of this movie, but it is, I don't know. I think that's that's actually a good jumping off point to talk briefly about 2046, the sequel. Um, because Why is it called 2046? Well, that's the name of the hotel room, or the, the number of the hotel room that they rent in this movie. Okay. And also, uh, at a metaphorical level, people have, again, because this is originally conceived of as his movie sort of about, 
you know, in contrast to Happy Together, which was about wanting to get away from China, this was originally conceived as a movie about like trying to take a more optimistic take on reunion. And that people have read sort of the central relationship in the movie as sort of a metaphor for the relationship between Hong Kong and the mainland of like, you know, constantly being next to each other, but always being apart. Yeah. And 2046 is also the year that, at least in the original conception or the original agreement, uh, that was the year that China was supposed to ma allow Hong Kong to maintain its semi-autonomy until, you know, to remain democratic and capitalist. Mm -hmm. um, so you, you can read something, some sort of political... Wait, wait, wait. And then they said, wait, no, we're not doing Pretty that. Much. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. the way it worked out. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, know, you know what? Honestly, compared to the UK, kind of China's called a man. You know what I, mean? I don't think I don't think I don't think that you really, especially for Hong Kong, that's just kind of right there. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. They sign an agreement, but yeah, I, well, I'm, people I'm, sign agreements all the time. I'm not I'm not defending the UK's colonial possessions. What's it called? I'll defend the French's, but not the UK. No, okay. <laughs> nope, nope. But um, uh, we're defending but, colonialism. No, that's no. not what we're doing. Um. <laughs> But 2046, the sequel, um, which some people, it's a divisive movie um, because mm. some people feel like it kind of ruins this movie. Mm. I don't agree with that. Um, but you, I, I also do feel like I need to sort of separate them a little bit mm -hmm. um, because, you know, in this movie kind of stands out in that most of the men, and there are exceptions, mostly for the men played by Tony Leung, who tend to be nicer guys, like in this, Chunking Express stays, or uh, happy together. He's, you know, he's more of a sympathetic character, but most of the men Wong Kar Wai deals with tend to be douchebags, kind yeah. of, you know, people who, you know, treat their partners poorly. Mm -hmm. um, and in 2046, Tony Leung's, who's playing a character named Mr. Chow, at least, you know, and he, there are flashbacks to this movie. So it's, it's definitely a sequel. But yeah. he becomes someone who doesn't treat women well. You know, the movie is mm -hmm. about, you know, the the central conceit is like he has missed his chance for happiness. Yeah. And has become embittered by that. You know, he's he's become, he's left his wife, he's become a successful writer. But, you know, it's, the movie, the movie chronicles a series of like fraught relationships with women that he has. Where it's, he's clearly like unable to connect with people after the disappointment of this relationship that he's yeah. like lost and embittered um yeah and it you know this movie is devastating but i wouldn't say it leaves a sour taste in your mouth 2046 mm. definitely kind of leaves a sour taste in your mouth intentionally so it's yeah. also very sad and yeah. um, very moving and i love it but again, just to sort of preserve my memories of this movie i do kind of need to psychically separate the two i get you um like when I, when I watch 2046, I definitely think about this movie. When I watch this movie, I usually try not to think about 2046. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Makes any yeah. Sense. No, no, yeah. no, 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 it does. It does. It does. No, no, no. Because that is, yeah, that sounds like a much less sympathetic character. And, 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 but also at the same time, I... that, just to, just to sort of point out the kind of characters become, he has a mustache in most of the movie. Oh, that's so cool. He's definitely, he looks hot, but he's yes. definitely playing more of like a, a cad. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. And if someone's been accused of being mad. Shut up. What? <laughs> no, 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 no. That is a very different. Well, and that's kind of like the way that you can go, and like, yeah. it, right? You know what I mean, right? Like, like I, I don't think it's dishonest. No, it's, it's unpleasant. I don't think it's the way it has to go. Yeah, but it's perfectly plausible. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I you know, and and that's the thing is that like, 
you know, like, I'm thinking a lot about Dr. Manhattan. Okay. Recently we watched Watchmen. I'm just kind of like... Honestly, I think I just kind of wanted to say I've been thinking a lot about Dr. Manhattan. Just You've to said see that the to reaction. me a couple times. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You like yeah. saying it. Yeah. I do like saying it, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. What would he say about this movie? He'd probably be like, humans are so silly. Probably, yeah. yeah. He, he used that word. I, I think he might say silly. Yeah. You don't know. You never know what that y'all guy Y'all's a bunch of goofballs. Y'all, y'all so goofy. Yeah. No. Uh, Dr. Manhattan. No, 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 no. I think. I, 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 I. That's so. You know what? I get it now. Because that is so disappointing to imagine this, like, <laughs> this, like. It's a nice soft man who just yeah. like went to Angor Wat and yeah. fucking whispered like who up whispering in the hole. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whispered whispered in a hole. Well well Buddhist monk is just like Why are you putting mud on the thing, man? I'm that's, just that's yeah, that's something you could assume he's thinking. That's what I assume he was thinking. <laughs> I assume he was like, it's fucking Chinese guy coming here making this shit all dirty. Buddhist monk's Cambodian already, he might be racist too, you don't know. <laughs> right? But what's it called? Okay. Yeah, but like, you know, but like, but like this, like, sweet man who's just like, who's just like, who's like, his takeaway from this is just like, nah, I'm just gonna, yeah, fucking bitches, man. Yeah. Which, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, I kind of went through a phase of that. Went? <laughs> so, that's, certainly. Well, a... no, 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 well, now I have a girlfriend, so now, yeah. Ah, okay. yeah. 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 So, I, I think I, I, I'll, can I tell you something? I, don't think she'll ever listen to this. Uh, you know what? Maybe I'll tell you off mic. It's probably a good call. Probably listen off mic. Okay. Yeah. So the, the last thing I will say, just to make a, a correction to something I, I said earlier, like Wong Kar Wai is not primarily known for working in sort of populist Hong Kong genres, but he actually has made a couple movies that are more in sort of the traditional Hong Kong genres. Like he's he made, he did make a wuxia movie, um, mm. Ashes of Time. Um, that, Their names are so cool. The yeah. names they come up with for movies yeah. are so cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. But like, where's the crawdad saying? Shut the fuck up. This, uh, this this movie actually like the almost had several much worse titles. Um, like it again, it was originally going to be like Summer in Beijing, which is fine. Um, I don't think mm-hmm. it's evocative as evocative as In the Mood for Love. Mm-hmm. But after that, it was gonna be it was gonna be like because it was gonna be based around you know people sharing noodles. It's gonna be called like a story of food. That's <laughs> fucking. Or so, something like that's that. That's fucking terrible. And then just like secrets, um, ah, which is way too vague. It's and it was, so it was actually when he was submitting it to Khan, which apparently like they were editing this movie up until like a week before it was gonna <laughs> premiere at Khan. Um, okay. But it was the like director of Khan who was like, "Why don't you try in the mood for love?" He's like, "I think that sounds right." Yeah, there you go. But you know what I just remembered? Um, Tony Leung's character is from Shanghai. Yes, it and is. Wong Kar Wai is originally from Shanghai as well. He, All right. he and his parents fled um, like right before the start of the Cultural Revolution, ah. um, and his his older brothers who lived separately weren't able to get out in mm. time. Um, so he didn't see his siblings for like 10 years and also had a lot of trouble integrating into Hong Kong society. Like he was a pretty lonely teen cause, or kid because he didn't like actually figure out how to speak Cantonese until he was like a teenager. Oh, that um, sucks. Yeah. I forget as, that. Yeah. As someone who sucks at languages, I relate. Yeah. But, that is, that is, because that is like a very special kind of loneliness where yeah. it's like, where it's like, oh, you just don't, you just don't yeah. understand us. What's it called? 
That's why I was always very nice to the foreign kids. Yeah. But anyway, just to finish my, my earlier thought, like he, he did make a Wu Shafu Ashes of Time that I, I have not seen, um, but and I think is generally fairly well regarded now, but like at the time was like completely confounding to audiences just because they're like, where's the sword play? Why are all, all these people, <laughs> all these shots, people looking sad in the desert? <laughs> is his most recent film, which was almost 10 years ago at this point, 2013, he hasn't worked much since 2046 and 2004 was, you know, he made that and then took like nine years off until the Grandmaster. No, I'm forgetting My Blueberry Nights in 2007, which is the old... I'm sorry, what? Yeah, it's... That's, again... This man should not be able to name his own movies. So that that is his one English language movie he made, like, with, like, America... I know Jude Law is in it. It stars Nora Jones. It is... I have not seen it. It is not well regarded. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, Nora Jones the singer? Yeah. Yeah. You ever listen to Nora Jones? I've been in coffee shops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'd be like, 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 if I'm going to go to your head right now and I said, I'm going to kill you and then go and kill your parents if you name, if you don't name me a Nora Jones song. (laughs) Right? But you know something wild I found out? Mm -hmm. My girlfriend absolutely could. Okay. I mean, people like her. I don't, I I don't think I've ever met anyone that's like, oh yeah, I like Nora Jones. But anyway, so 2013 is his most recent movie. Um, the Grandmaster was an Ip Man movie. Oh, what? St- starring Tony Leung as Ip Man. I have I have not seen it, but... Wow. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. Wait, no, fuck, wait. He made an Ip Man movie? Yeah. So, I I, I imagine it's like... Yeah. So, I'm a little less excited yeah, now. Yeah. Well, I don't want to... I want to see how sad Ip Man was. <laughs> I want to see that. I want to see beat up some Japanese people. Yeah. That's what I want to see. God damn. Um, yeah, no. I want to. I want to correct something I said earlier. What's that? I wasn't nice to all the foreign kids. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, the one I was meanest to was a South African girl. She was white. There you go. That's open season then. Yeah. Well, that's what we figured. Yeah. We were like, oh yeah, no, Lauren's racist. <laughs> Lauren, why do you hate Vimbai so much? <laughs> she was just like, we were like seven. So I think it's just worth noting that for the last like forty-five minutes or so, you've just been twirling a kitchen knife in That's your right. hand. Yeah, it's absolutely correct. I have. Yeah. You don't want to know why? Why is that? Because I'm imbued by the spirit of le petit corporal. Okay. On that note, I think it's time to take a break. All right. <laughs> and move on to your movie. All right. Aquellos verdes. De mirada serena Dejaron en mi alma Eterna sed de amar Anhelos de caricias De besos y ternuras De todas las dulzuras Que sabían brindar Aquellos ojos verdes Serenos como... All right, so welcome back from the break. Um, You've offered me some nice French cheeses and baguette. Yep. You got from a store around the corner. Yep, yep, that my cousin works at. There you go. Yep, yep. I'm pretty sure I took poison damage from the Rockford. It is, it was, it was like one of those things that like, how would you describe the taste? 
I would, like I said, you can tell that it is moldy. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you can. Yeah. It is very moldy. That's like you can smell it as soon as you open it. Yes. I'm sure my palate is just insufficiently refined, but I don't know if that's an, the, like, the mold zone is really one that I feel I need to put a lot of time into improving. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think it, it, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, where it's like, yeah, like, okay, this is definitely, it tastes fancy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But also like... But it also feels like fancy people playing a prank. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. This, this is what we like, bitch. Eat exactly. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you don't like this? Oh, we see you. Yeah. I see you. I see I see you, Gaithersburg. You know what I mean? That's, if I was rich, that's what I would tell a poor person. No, there's nothing we love eating more than mold. You should eat some mold. <laughs> So yeah, thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, yeah, the uh, what was it, Chambert? What uh, Camembert? Camembert. That's it. That was that was nice. I yeah. Like that. yeah, it's 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 a more spreadable breed. It's a, it's very. I would yes. never say that to a French person because mm. I feel like they'd get mad. Get mad over the weirdest shit. Yeah, you know what I mean, right? Like I mean, well maybe it's just because like of a food culture in America. Actually, no, 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 no. What am I talking about? Because Americans get so fucking touchy about their goddamn food. Sometimes. Oh, absolutely. I mean. Everyone gets touchy about shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You tell someone from Philadelphia, hey, the cheesesteak is maybe the laziest sandwich anyone has ever invented. It barely qualifies as a new sandwich. And also, honestly, mid. You know what I mean? I like a good cheesesteak. Yeah, but, like, there are better sandwiches. Sure. You know what I mean? I would, I would honestly put, I believe the Sloppy Joe to be a better sandwich than the cheesesteak. Interesting. It's been, a, it's been a while since I have had a Sloppy Joe set. Pretty good. <laughs> sloppy Joe. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Honestly, what's it called? I mean, for a non-meat sandwich, honestly, New Englanders hit it out of the park with a Fluffernutter. Mm. Fluffernutter? When was the last time you had a Fluffernutter? Probably around the same time I had a Sloppy Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But make your, you know what, Rob? Here's what I want you to do. Here's your assignment. Make a... Sloppy Joe and put a Fluffernutter inside it? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Honestly, the fact that Jack in the Box isn't selling that right now is kind of wild. <laughs> they yeah. might be. I don't know they what's going be. on over the, there. The, whenever I see... They're, like, rocking, they're working on, like, Mad Max law. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I think they have, like... The a, FDA has no jurisdiction yes. inside any Jack in the Box. It's like the Vatican. Jack in the Boxes are such a... Because, like, we don't have them around here. You know what no, I mean? No, But like, But, like, they're one of those things that it's, like... It's not, it's just like, it's, you get like a little glimpse of like the shit that the rest of the country is fucking eating. Yeah. Not that like in the DMV we're like, oh, we're like known as like uh soup, you know, we're like anywhere else, right? Yeah, yeah. But like, hmm. The fact that somewhere in fucking like Indiana, some motherfucker right now is eating like a grilled cheese cheeseburger or something like that. Yeah. Really like, like, it's so fucked, man. <laughs> That's so fucked, man. It's a beautiful society. It really is. Yeah. 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 Speaking of beautiful societies, we should move on over to jolly old Newcastle and scenic Newcastle upon Tyne. Yes. And uh, discuss Mike Hodges' 1973? Believe you're right. Got it. All right. Uh, Film Get Carter. Roll that trailer. Roll the trail. Some hard nuts operate up there, Jack. I smell trouble, boy. What are you going for? To find out what happened. 
Jack Carter. What are you doing around here, then? I'm visiting relatives. I heard you've been making a nuisance of yourself. I'd like a word with you, Jack. What do you want to tell me? Somebody doesn't want me poking my nose into something. Who paid you to see me off? You're a big man, but you're in bad shape. With me, it's a full-time job. You didn't know you had a fairy godmother, did you? It seems you're concerned about the death of your brother. The only reason I came back to this crap house was to find out who did it. And I'm not leaving till I do. They killed my brother, it's... Welcome back from the trailer. Okay. You can actually understand. I was I was just gonna stare at you until because like you've you've overcorrected generally from the like talking immediately <laughs> after the trailer to like a lot of the time you'll just kind of nervously wait for permission to talk. I was hoping I could just stare at you for like a minute. No, no, no I've come back from friends and professional. Okay, there you go. All right, well, I can still taste the rock for it. Sorry, yeah, there's, the there's a reason. Rock there's a reason I have drank half of this cream soda it's, in like two it, minutes. It yeah, lingers. It yes. It you can definitely smell it on my breath. I have been colonized. Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna bring it over to my girlfriend's place next time I go over there. All right, God. I bought I bought you a present. Brought you a, <laughs> I bought you a prank. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Sixteen dollars I paid for that. Yeah, you're you're getting poked. <laughs> I, you know, the, the, the cost of a of a, of a of a of a kava bowl I paid for that. You can get a kava bowl for cheaper than that. Can you? Yeah. I'm getting double chicken though. Okay. Well, then, yes, you can get one for cheaper than that. With double chicken? No, with the regular ingredients. But what if I want double chicken? Well, that's a choice you can make, Matt. I'm just saying. Well, that's the choice are... I'm making. So it would be about $16. So my point stands. I don't know why you're giving me a hard time. Okay, you're right. All kava bowls are $16 because you have to get them with double chicken. You gotta get them with double chicken. There you go. Okay. I'm thinking roadie. What? Yeah, roadie. It's the other place. If you, do, you, do you have a roadie oh, around ro you? Ro yeah. I ro roti. Roadie, like a guy who hauls your amp. You want to you quit our jobs and do that? Nope. Okay, what? so get Carter. <laughs> Stars Sir Michael Caine. Yep. Be, but which, which, which Michael Caine as a badass is 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 so cool. I mean, that was kind of his thing. Yeah. Um. I mean, he uh, like as much as we were just talking about how like, you know, the whole English system is like you have to be professionally trained in every every possible aspect of your profession. Yeah. Like part of what makes him such a special figure is that he's just like, nah. Nope. Nope, just, nope. Yeah. I, I, like, I just showed up one day after, like, military service in Korea. Yep. And it was, it was like, hi, I am not learning your received pronunciation. <laughs> yep. I would like to be a movie star, please. Exactly. I'm going to continue to talk exactly as I normally yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. 
I, I read this is like Wikipedia level research, but I read that one of the producers of Zulu, just you know, kind of his breakout role, was like, you know, there's nothing we can do about it now, and you know, I know this isn't really your deal, but you really look queer on screen, <laughs> so just so you know, <laughs> which. Okay, like, in, I can kind of see it in that movie, but it's because he's playing, like, kind of a foppish, foppish like, aristocrat, yeah. Yeah. which, again, is, like, weird casting for him. And exactly. Like, immediately after that, he's like, okay, I can get work now. Back to the cockney. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I'm not, which is, it is so funny, Zulu, like, the accent he does in it, and we've talked about it before, is that he literally just, like, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and it's Michael Caine doing it's, it's a, it, but it sounds like a Cockney dude doing an impression exactly. of a yeah. guy. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It sounds like he's doing a bit the whole time, like, for the, like, for the, um, what is it? The, like, engineer guy who's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, he's just like, he's just like, he's just like, uh, oh, this guy's going to think I'm, I'm, I'm Porsche, isn't he? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then he just goes back, my name's Michael Caine. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Yeah, you ever yeah. heard Peter Sellers do Michael Caine impression? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's really it's really good. Not many people know that. Not many people. You ever heard Michael Caine do the Michael Caine impression? Yeah. yeah, yes, that's oh, that's such a good fucking one. Fucking who is it? Is it Billy Connolly just losing his mind next to him? Billy Connolly, interesting guy. I know nothing about him. What's he called? Uh, Roman Catholic from Glasgow. One of them. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that is that the extent? I don't. Do we need to go down like a Billy Connolly rabbit hole now? He has Indian heritage. <laughs> Did you know that? No. I, to be honest, I barely know who Billy Connolly is. He's, he's, he's just one of those guys who's like professionally on talk shows. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's on the Graham Norton effect. Yeah, That's yeah, kind of yeah. what he does for yeah. a living. Yeah, no, no. He was the dad in one of the coolest things I've ever experienced is meeting a person who regularly, as part of, like, his, like, personal prayer life, prays, <laughs> prays the Boondock Saints prayer. Okay. That's a, it's, that's a thing you can do. It is. It is. There are all sorts of ways to make your way in the world. It, and, 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 and I remember hearing that and just having to be like, having to be like, if I start laughing right now, it's going to really hurt this person's feelings. So I'm not going to do that. And then I remember them leaving and then immediately the entire car ride home just dying of laughter to myself. And, and in that moment of restraint, not any other moment of your life, I want to make this clear, but in that moment, you were a saint. <laughs> Because I would have had a lot of trouble with that. <laughs> it was so it was so hard because they were telling me this in like the context of like like yeah no you know I've really tried to you know like get like a personal relationship with God you know and 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 and, and that prayer and like this prayer really helps me yeah. do that and they were talking about they were talking about it also like back to their like Irish roots and I was like they made this prayer up for a movie man I don't know what to tell you I don't know what the fuck to tell you they 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 needed an Irish exploitation movie for yeah. the people of Boston did they need it <laughs> need is a strong word it's so funny. it's so funny that they made a movie about Irish immigrants but they're like Irish immigrants in like the year 2000 <laughs> You're you're not fleeing famine. No, no, no. Your country, your country is a fucking tax haven. Yeah. What are you talking about? You're like the goddamn. You're like the fucking Singapore of Europe. What are you doing? 
Anyway, yeah, no, yeah, pretty funny, honestly. Yeah. Very cool. Anyway, America's such a cool country. What's it called? I mean, it's no France, but... No, yeah, so, uh, um, Billy Connolly. <laughs> that's, talking, that's who you want? We're talking about Michael Caine. Michael Caine, Billy Connolly, same thing. Uh, Michael Caine. Great actor. And... <laughs> yep. <laughs> Pretty well regarded. Yep, yep, yep. So he's coming off the Italian job, which is years previous to this. I'm sure he made other movies in the interim. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's a dude who, he works. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know the story about him and his wife? I think I told you that story. No, I don't think you did. I'm pretty sure I did on the Man Who Would Be King episode. Did you tell me that story? Yes. Check check the tape, fellas. Check the tape. This is actually this would be great if you and you won't, and I respect you for not doing it. But if you if you did insert you telling me that, I might have to do that. <laughs> but that he just like saw her on an ad. Yep. yep. His, his second wife. Yeah. Who he's he's now been married to for like fifty years or some shit. Yeah. But yeah. after like fifty years or something like that, that just becomes your wife. I feel like. Yeah. 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 But um, just saw her on an ad and was like, "That's the most." Be- uh, not that that was not Michael Caine. I don't know what that was, but oh, that's the most beautiful bird I've ever seen. I'd say. Yeah, that wasn't good, but it was better yeah, than what I did. Good. So I can't really criticize. It's pretty it. good. It's just like called up the ad agency or something yeah. is like can i get her number yeah and they pass it on to her and she's like michael Caine was i sure i guess yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah which is so funny because like you look at a picture of her at that because this is immediately what i did after i guess you told me that story <laughs> i immediately looked at a picture of like i looked up and saw what year like that happened mm-hmm. and I looked at a picture of michael Caine this year her that year and i was just and i just i had a good laugh I had a really good laugh. I mean, I know he was like a famous actor, but I still had a good laugh. I mean, he's he's a guy who looks English. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. He's hot for an Englishman. I mean, he's a unit. Yes. Yeah, he's like six two or something. Which oh, yeah, that's true. You know, for actors, makes him Goliath. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wonder how tall is Christian Bale. Oh, I don't know. I think Christian Bale actually might be kind of tall, but anyway, Christian Bale being English fucked with me more than anything has ever fucked with me, and I found that out. You've, you've lived a blessed life, if that's true. <laughs> that was the low point. Finding out Batman was English. <laughs> He's so good at accents. <laughs> but no, but um, but no, but so Michael Caine has made all these movies, no. and 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 they're all pretty good. Uh, mm. No, no, that's that's not his thing. Like his his famously like I'll do whatever. Yeah, like he's you know he's he's the guy who like when asked why he was in Jaws for the Revenge was just like I needed to remodel my kitchen, which which and here's the thing we're talking about Tony Leung right and you're talking about like acting being like a proper profession mm-hmm. right you know what I mean right worthy of like depth and weight and like a respect right mm-hmm. like, like like the same way that you could it like, is a craft yeah 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 I was in, I'm just in fucking Versailles. Right, and you're seeing like, and Versailles. This is this is like pre-capitalism, right? So mm-hmm. this is during the artisan era, where you're having, you know, right, the French crown hire numerous, like an army of artisans to mm-hmm. to to by hand personally make all of these pieces, right? To carve them out, right? Like to, I was like admiring, and I was like looking at, it, and I was like, a man who smelled real bad, right? Yep, took like a. Like like a tiny chisel and very intricately carved mm-hmm. like this thing right over a course of like 
a long ass time, right? And not just him, multiple of them, right? Doing that, right? And how acting is a lot like that, right? And then also at the same time, just I need to remodel my kitchen, so I did Jaws four. You yeah. know what I mean? And 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 I love that this is a that this is an art form where both of those can exist. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean, right? Uh, I, yeah, uh, but, but like, so he's he he's you know he's someone who struggled a lot early on mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. because like he was he doesn't fit the mold of a British mm-hmm. actor. Um, no. no, no, no. But then like you know gets his breakout in the like early to mid sixties and mm-hmm. then like immediately becomes like that dude. Yeah, like you know um, is you know starring in everything you mm-hmm. know sort of almost like like this is like it's a totally. At least in America, I'm sure it's still a big deal in England because they're fucking weird. I and I haven't seen it. Maybe it's great, but like, almost like overtakes Bond by like playing Harry Palmer or whatever the dude's name is in the Ipcris file. Yeah, um, which immediately spawned like three sequels in the span of like two years. Hell yes, hell <laughs> like, yes, we love to see that. Dude, dude loves to work. You um, you know you know what that means that those were all very good movies. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but like gets gets an Academy Award nomination just for playing a dude who likes to fuck a lot. Um, Hell yes, yeah, love it, love yeah. it. And then, but like also like, um, you know, even like in line with that, like establishes himself as both a great movie star and also like an like a legitimate actor. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. This movie he got an Academy Award nomination, British film, Alfie. Yeah, Alfie. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, 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 yes. It's so funny that I. That's another one I have not seen. I'm pretty sure that's all it's about. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing this was not what was about. It it's so funny that like how how they have like they had like the foreign language, like like films <laughs> yeah. for so long, but just but just like oh yeah no no if it's in, but like but like British films not foreign language. I mean, I think for a while it was like international film, and they might yeah, have actually qualified. But, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, no, 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 that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. They international film, but then they're just like, yeah, I think the British are basically us. Yeah, but uh, anyway, yeah, no, but uh, also, also, just oh my god, you guys are doing so great! Like yeah. of that, yeah, which is so sick. Um, good on the Academy. Um, but right before this, he's coming off of Sleuth, which is a pretty cool movie. Where mm-hmm. it's, it's a, have you seen Sleuth? Nope. It's a two-hander with him and Laurence Olivier. So it's, like, very much, like, kind of implicitly about, like, you know, sort of two ideals of the, like, English thespian. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, was Laurence Olivier from a working-class background? I don't know. But, like, definitely doesn't feel like it. Yeah, I I know there was some famous British actor that was from a working-class background, and this is kind of a non-sequitur, but just, like, like, I just remember it was a story about, like, him... Because, you know, he had to do all this, like, you know, for lack of a better word, gay shit to be an actor, right? Insofar as, like, he had to, like... Matt, I don't think you're lacking better words here. You could definitely find a better word. (laughs) Well, no, 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 I'm trying to... Because it'll make sense in the context, because, like... I know what you mean. (laughs) No, it literally makes sense. No, because, like, you were talking about, like... Yeah, like, you know, like, 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 growing up and, like... And, like, and, like, like, just everyone in his, like, town, like, they all just want to be coal miners... You know yeah. what I mean? And then he, like, that's all he wanted to be. And then until, like, he saw a movie and then he was like, oh, no, never mind. I think I want to do that. But how, like, how, like, like, how scared he was of telling that to his father, a man who I think he said, like, never ate fruit because he thought it was gay. Okay. <laughs> this is yeah. so funny. Just to imagine. I don't know. It makes me laugh so much. A man just refusing to eat apples because he's like, oh, I'm not a puff Just eating nothing but beans on toast your entire fucking life because you're worried it's gay to eat an apple. Yeah, so Lawrence Olivier, his father was a clergyman. 
Um, that actually tracks. A very strict Anglican clergyman. Jesus um, Christ. But, like, so, I, I don't know if that's specifically who you're talking about, but, like, certainly not impoverished background, but, like, you know, at least in his, a quick skim of his, like, early life section on Wikipedia, it's like, when he got to, like, higher level preparatory skills yeah. schools, he felt like an outsider. Yes. But, like, that, that is, you know, a good example of, like, what people were expected to do, yeah. which was, you know, conform to the, you know, received pronunciation mm-hmm. and, you know, become yeah. someone who felt like an aristocrat. Yeah. I know? wonder if that's part of Kane's appeal. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. That yeah. he didn't do that? Yeah, 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 yeah. That he kind of sounded like real people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I know, like, for instance, like, I know, like, the Proclaimers were really big in Scotland because they just... Because, like, because you see that with, like, a lot of, like, uh, British musicians where, like, they will just, like... You know, like, 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 like you can't tell Mick Jagger is... British when he sings necessarily. I mean, yeah. maybe you can, right? But like mm. certain words, but, but you know what I mean, right? Like, yeah. you know, versus like the proclaimers, just like, no, we're doing our accent. Yeah. You know what I mean, right? Yeah, like, yeah. no, yeah, just and heavy. And yeah, it works. Yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean? And and I can imagine that being very cool to be like Scottish and be like, oh yeah, great. A, a yeah. band that's actually sounds Scottish. Yeah, and I, I mean, that's yeah. definitely a part of Kane's appeal. Is yeah. He sounds cockney. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And, you know, isn't, like, putting on airs. No. And no. That, that's kind of the, like, you know, not even really subtext. It's kind of text in the film sleuth that, like, you know, Lawrence Olivier is playing, like, a well-to-do aristocrat. And Michael Caine is playing the, the like, lower-class heartthrob who's yeah. cucking him. Yeah, yeah. Who is Dirty Rotten Scoundrels? That was Caine and who? Oh. This is killing me. I have an idea of who it is, but I feel like if I say it, I'm going to sound dumb, so I'm going to look it up first. Wait, okay. I'm... Nope, I was right. Steve Martin. Yep, okay, cool. Okay, okay. Because yeah. honestly, because that's what I thought too, and I was like, no way, it's Steve Martin. Yeah, it's Steve Martin. Yeah. Kate and Steve Martin, that's a great pairing. Yeah. I yeah. love Steve Martin so much. Yeah. It was the first comedy album I ever listened to. There you go. Yeah. Let me tell you that. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Remember my parents dying laughing to King Tut and <laughs> just being like, what? <laughs> but anyway, so, like, Kane actually wasn't originally supposed to be in this movie. Mm. Um, it was written for Ian Hendry, the dude who plays, I'm going to say Eric. Um, is Eric not the right name? The dude, he, the driver that he kills at the end. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Just because Mike Hodges, the dude who, you know, wrote it and directed it, didn't think he could get someone of Kane's stature. Mm-hmm. But Kane kind of... And little did he know. Little did he know, Kane will do literally anything. Yeah. Um, but also liked the idea of starring in, like, a very down and dirty, gritty crime movie. Yeah. Which, like, this is. Like, 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 you, you, you know, we'll get into the plot a little bit, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But, like, but like, what I really like about this movie is, like, because, like, because, like, because you look at, like, a Kane movie, like, like, the Italian job, right? Yeah. Like, the original Italian job, which is, which, Watching the original, so I saw the remake first, right? And yeah, I saw it too. in the theater, yeah. right? Right? You know, right? We were about that age. I haven't seen it in maybe fifteen years, maybe yeah. more, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, 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 it was fun. Yeah, but then like watching the original Italian Job, and 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 I, I don't know. My takeaway was like, oh, okay, this this is a better movie. I would say yes. It yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. It's not a perfect movie. It's very sixties. Yes, incredibly sixties. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but like, it's fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it has a much different. Film. Well, because you have Kane instead of because correct me if I'm wrong. It's Mark Wahlberg, isn't it? Yes, and I want to say Charlize Theron. Yeah, and some other people. Yeah, which is like, which that's the thing. Like Mark Wahlberg actually can kind of play comedy. I mean, like his yeah. when he's with Will Ferrell, like 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 the other guys, he's. I mean, 
I, I don't think Mark Wahlberg is a bad actor. I think no. he is a specific actor. Yes, exactly. No, and you Edward to... Norton is also in it. Jason Statham. Fucking Seth Green is Seth in it. Seth Green. Did um, you see that thing? Most, was... most Deaf for Yassine Bey. Yeah. Donald Sutherland. Man, this, this there are more people in this yeah. cast than I thought. Yeah, 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 yeah. Donald Sutherland plays like the like the like money guy, I think, or yeah, something like the, that. Yeah, um, the uh, noble coward role. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but um, but but no. And actually, did you see Seth Green like lost like a bunch of money on NFTs? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna do. They're gonna do a fucking. Yes, they're gonna make a show based <laughs> show around his board ape, and then someone stole the board ape. So cool. <laughs> they had to like ransom it back for like I think a few million. It's it's it's. So cool how the world it's, works. It's nice that people keep finding new ways to be dumb. It's, it's, it, cause like you keep thinking you're like, no way I can get dumber. And then like some, and then like, like no, 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 JPEGs are now worth Hold millions of beer. Yeah. <laughs> JPEGs are worth millions of dollars now. Yeah. So cool. Mm. But no, but, um, but, but, uh, but no, but like this is a very, this is a dark movie. Yeah. Like, 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 there are things that happen in this movie where I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, like, and, and, and I, if, if the Italian job is a very 60s movie, and yeah. what, it might have, when did it come out? It might have actually been in. I think it was. It was 69. So right I was going to say, yeah. But this feels like a very 70s movie. Mm. Um, and, you know, yeah. It, it was, it arrived right at the time when, <clears throat> you know, you could both be more explicit in terms of what you portrayed in terms yeah. of sex and violence, which there is a lot of in this movie, yes. like both. Yes. Um, but you were also free to be more morally um, ambiguous isn't the right word because it's, this is just, you know, this is just evil. Yes. I mean, this is, this is a movie about bad people. Yes. Up to and including the hero. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. No, he is... He's not even, like, because I wouldn't say he's even, like, an anti-hero. You know what I mean? No, right? I, I think he is a bad guy. Yes, exactly. Yeah. He's a bad guy doing bad things with other bad people in the mix. Yeah. Like, like, like they're, like, like, maybe the only good character in this movie who is, like, wholly good is his sister. You know what I mean? Maybe. His sister? Yeah, his little sister. Oh, isn't it his niece? Oh, no, his niece. Yes, yeah. his niece, who's actually possibly his daughter. Sorry, apologies. Yeah. And there's... Yeah. I think the movie has... Some of it intentionally, some of it, I think, not as much. Interesting ideas about women. We will... Yes. We will... <laughs> oh, oh, doesn't it, yeah. Rob? And we can, we can get into more of that as we go along. Yeah. And we're just going to stick a big old pin in that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But, but do you want to go through the plot real quick? Yeah, I, th- I think it's worth it. I mean, this is one of those movies that, like, the plot is labyrinthine enough that I'm like, I know I didn't catch everything. Of course. But, like, if a lot of the time, like, as long as a character's objective and relationships in a specific scene are clear enough, you don't really need to know exactly how it fits in with everything else. Yeah. That, like, you know, you're just kind of carried along. You kind of, like, put enough of it together together. Like, by the end, like, you know, I, I, I spent a lot of this movie kind of being like, wait, who's, who's Albert Swift? Yeah. Like, how do, what does that guy have to do with everything else? Which means, oh, that's the guy he's chasing right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and kind of like, 
this is also a movie where I had to like also like read the Wikipedia after. Yeah. <laughs> I got to do with many movies yeah. I watch, but like um, definitely had to do with *In the Mood for Love*. Yeah, was it gone? Yeah, for I think different reasons. <laughs> I was just like, it was too densely plotted. There's too much happening in the mood for love. You couldn't follow everything. It was in Chinese, <laughs> uh, but um, Cantonese, Cantonese, yeah. Cantonese, Cantonese. Yeah. That's right. That's right. What's it? Does Mandarin just mean Chinese? Is that how you say Chinese in Mandarin? I, I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. But, but I don't know. I don't speak Mandarin. Where's Canton? Is that like a city? I, th- I think that is an old name for Hong Kong. Is it? Like a British oh. name. They got it pretty. They got it kind of close. Yeah. I like mean, Canton's under the... You can kind of... Like Bombay, Mumbai. You can yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. see Peking, how they got Peking, Beijing. Yeah. It's yeah. not right. But you can, yeah. 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 I, you know, I always respect the China, though, for just being like... All right, we're done with the Peking shit. Yeah. It is Beijing. Yeah. What, what the fuck did they call Shanghai beforehand? Did you, that had to be fucked up. Uh, I'm sure. Yeah, anyway. But no, 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 no. But anyway, good for the Chinese. Um, but we're talking about Michael Caine now. And and uh, so basically he is a British mobster, mm-hmm. um, which is... I, I love British mob shit. Mm-hmm. British mob shit is so cool. Well, I think one of the things that's good about this movie is clear that it is very much not cool yes this is this is a movie that i have a hard time like you know i i don't subscribe to personally i get how you walk away from goodfellas at least for a while being like those guys are cool Mm -hmm. when your movie opens with a bunch of like fat english looking englishmen like watching a porn powerpoint together yep like i don't really want any part of that this looks depressing yeah 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 yeah. this is well there's the thing right because i think i think it i think it i think it very clearly kind of like shows it's like it it is it is setting up this idea of like these are bad guys these are and also just uninteresting guys yeah unimaginative like there's um there's a great like epic thread someone put together a few months ago of like just different clips from interviews of Orson Welles shit-talking people. And one of them, I don't remember how he got onto it, but he was talking about, I think it was in relation to The Godfather. He's like, I love the movie, but it's total bullshit. Like, you know, this whole idea of the, like, the gentleman gangster is, like, Mm -hmm. a complete Hollywood fiction. Yeah. You know, growing up in, like, you know, the New York, like, nightclub scene, I got, like, I had, like, peripheral encounters with mob guys and they're all just brutes you know, yeah they're, they're the kinds of people you would expect to drive a beer truck i think yeah. what he said yeah 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 yeah, yeah. No, I, I remember there was this um i used to listen to this podcast called uh the sit down with yeah. mike racine yeah and, and yeah no and he talks about it right and, and it was funny because you know he's like uh you know like italian american from new jersey right mm-hmm. and kind of having this like you know this kind of like you know like 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 affection borderline for like a lot of these mob guys, but then mm-hmm. also like, you know, but like for the podcast, he'd like read about them, right. Yeah. And kind of do a presentation on them and be like, yeah, they're like bad guys. Yeah. Like they're not like, 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 like they're not like, like, like they're, like they're not like samurai or something yeah. like that. You know, right. There is no, cause like the samurai were fucking brutal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, 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 you know, I mean, fuck like knights were fucking brutal. Right. Mm-hmm. But there's at least there some sort of like, supposed code that they're supposed to be following yeah, the, the mob has that too and it's yeah. also bullshit exactly and yeah. that's the thing yeah because across the board because it's all like, like it doesn't matter if you're a fucking knight templar fucking like 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 one of like one of like um uh, 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 uh 
Nobunaga's samurai, right? Or fucking member of the fucking Gambino crime family, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, you can dress it however you want, but, like, at the end of the day, like, you're brut- brutalizing people, right? Yeah. Often, right, and probably most explicitly in terms of, like, the mob, right? Like, civilians, you yeah. know what I mean, right? Like, like, I mean, like, these were people that just, like, like, killed people. Yeah. Like, 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 ended human life over, like, over, like, a few hundred dollars yeah. sometimes, you know yeah. what I mean? Right. Or, 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 or just to send a message so that no one else robbed them of like, again, a few hundred dollars when they're making money hand over fist. You know what I mean? Like, 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 and, and, and these guys are of that ilk, right? Yeah. These are guys, these are guys who will fucking kill you. Right. Yeah. And it's a very unromantic picture of them. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I kind of like about this. Yeah. You know what I mean, right? Is, is that there is none of that shit like you see in The Godfather. Like you see, I think, I want to give Scorsese a little bit more credit. Like, like, okay, because I definitely am a person that came away from Goodfellas being like. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I think that that is reading against the film. That is yes. actively ignoring a lot of stuff. Yeah, like, it, it, I mean, his style is very dynamic, and it's it's yeah. easy to get wrapped up in that. But I don't I don't think the movie is unclear about the types of people these are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are these are bad people who yeah. like who 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 like who like even if they are like disturbed by something, still like 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 uh like 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 when they kill um fucking what's his name? They got go get your fucking shoe shine box. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. right? Right, and it kind of seems like. Henry Hill's biggest problem with him killing this guy is like, oh, you did it in my place? You yeah. know what I mean, right? But then he still fucking helps them. Yeah. You know what I mean, right? Right? Because he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, because they would do the same for me if mm-hmm. I murdered a man. Yeah, I mean, I think that the difference of Scorsese is he he understands what is appealing yeah. about them. Like, you know, that like famous bit from uh, from Goodfellas where, you know, the moment... Karen like falls in love with Henry Hills when she give, when he gives her a bloody gun to hide. She's yeah. like, it turned me on. Yeah, exactly. Like, the movie is like understands that Henry Hill at least is, you know, he's a little bit of a snake charmer. He's charismatic. Yeah. Yes. But I think that that movie sees through him. Like it, yes. it it shows you why he got away with what he did and why people were attracted to it. But ultimately, like, also shows you the truth of him. Yeah. And you have to like kind of actively choose to ignore that yeah to do that which plenty of people do i mean the same thing is true of the sopranos which is just as clear-eyed about how rotten these people are but like also understands why they're compelling well and i think i think part of that is because you know is is that the fact that like they're having a good time you know what i mean right yeah sometimes 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 yeah 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 yeah. but like but like you know right and they kind of like get to kind of do whatever the fuck that like like there's that scene in the sopranos right right where it's like right where he's like he's like let me try those glasses out right and he he gives them to him right he's like okay and he just walks out yeah of the right right because the guy's not gonna fucking do anything it's Tony fucking soprano right you know what i mean right and 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 like and like that's the thing right you know that 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 um i'm just gonna take what i want exactly you know that's right? an appealing impulse on a certain was was it is yeah. exactly yeah yeah but you know those works trace out the yeah the fallout yeah of, yeah yeah but that's the thing these guys you don't even really see them having a good time no this is all fallout. Yeah, yeah 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 this is all just like just like from the get like their idea of like fun is like yeah like you said like watching like a porno slideshow right and then with just like 12 other toads yes exactly yeah. all in like suits and like fucking like bad suits smoking cigars there's like one woman there who looks like she wants to kill herself exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and just like and just like 
you know, right? And just like, and 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 they're almost, and and with these guys, there almost seems to like not be like you know like a code. You know what I mean, right? They don't even have that trapping. Yeah. You know, they are just. This is purely. I mean, Omerta was always bullshit. They all ratted oh, on each other. Oh, but, oh, yeah. oh, oh yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it absolutely is. But like, but like, but like, but like, there's not even Omerta here. There's yeah. not even like. There's not even like, 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 like the beautiful gold frame right yeah. on the picture of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is just. This is a poster of shit that has been taped to the wall of your dorm room. You know yeah. what I mean? This is just. Yeah. This is just. Yeah. This is who we are. Um, but so his brother gets killed. Right, mm-hmm. and he's like, right. Well, his his brother dies. His brother dies. It's framed as a like a drunk driving accident. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it's like, and it's like he's he, Michael Caine's character, Jack Carter, is down in London. Yeah, he's sort of a he's not the boss, but he's higher up in the London yeah racket. Or he's whatever. like a lieutenant, maybe something like captain. Yeah. I don't know. He's yeah. he's he's up in the ranks. He's yes. not the top, but he's up in the ranks. Yes, he's, he's from Newcastle. His brother is still in Newcastle. Dies in this accident. He go, decides to go back to Newcastle attend the funeral and kind of sniff around because he doesn't really believe the story. Yeah. Against his boss's wishes. Yeah, they warn him. They say, hey, you know. You're going to stir some shit up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like in, on good terms with the Newcastle mob right now. Like, I know you're going to do some shit. Yeah. Don't go do that. Even if we're on good terms, we're not going to appreciate, you know, a higher up outsider coming in and sniffing around. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Michael Caine goes, well, that's not my problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going to go do this, right? For his brother... Who it's revealed throughout the movie, like, they did not have a good relationship. Yeah. You know what I mean, right? Like, this was... His brother is not in the mob. Exactly, yeah. His brother's not in the... His brother's, like, a totally, like, above board, like, just, He's like, working class guy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, 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 and it is clear that... And it becomes clear throughout the movie that not only are they not on good... Not only were they not on good terms, but, like, 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 like... You know, it seems his brother did not like Michael Caine, yeah. right? Right? Like, like, He's like, not very likable. Exactly, if yeah. He wasn't, if he wasn't played, like... I think part of the reason this movie works is that Michael Michael Caine is inherently pretty watchable. You can watch him do some fucking rancid shit and still be with the movie. And no disrespect to Ian Hendry, but like it would be this would be a pretty unpalatable movie without someone like that at the center. I, yeah. Abso- absolutely, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because like I said, like like this is a very dark movie. Like 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 yeah. like there is a lot of. Uh, you know, like, like, I mean, I mean, like, there's a lot of sex in this movie, right? Yeah. But it's like, it's, it's, it's like, and like, I, cause I don't want to say it's not hot, but it's like, it's, 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 I don't know. It, there's, I mean, there's always something inherently exploitative. Exactly. That, yes. You know, it's always a little icky. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. feels a little like off. You know what I mean, right? Yeah. It's 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 like it's like it's like if you like yeah 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 put on like a porno video and you're like, oh that that girl is 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 a little young for my taste. You know what I mean? Right? Not, like not like not, not like in a legal way. Not not in like an illegal way, but like she's like oh she's like eleven years, like she's like twenty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. And it's kind of like oh I don't I don't love that. You know what I mean? I'm thirty one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not my not my cup of tea. Is what I'm saying, right? But 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 no 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 no. But it but it does seem to be, you know, it does seem to be exploitative. And like the violence, the violence just seems so. Like, it's, it's like, it seems so easily done. You know mm-hmm. what I mean, right? Right. Kind of like in Goodfellas, right? We're like yeah. because you think about like 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 performing an act of violence against another person, right? Is something that like we are taught from birth is like not okay. 
Don't mm-hmm. do that, right? And and it is and and I think it, you know what what they portray very clearly in that is that these are a group of men who that impulse is no longer with them. You know what I mean? Right. It is as easy as me talking to you right now, having a conversation. Mm-hmm. Right is as easy for them as violence, and in fact, they seem to enjoy it. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Right. Because it gives them a certain sense of power. Right. I mean. I mean, what becomes clear, I think, throughout this movie is that like Michael Caine is not doing this to avenge his brother. Michael Caine is doing this because you because it's almost like someone did this to Michael Caine. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. 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 That this is his. This it's is about his, his own resentments. Exactly. Yeah. Right. You know. And 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 so and so you know and so. You know, there's all these twists and turns, and it turns out that it wasn't a drunk driving accident. That he was, that his brother was basically, his brother was murdered. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and him kind of, you know, solving that mystery of who murdered his brother and then getting his revenge. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, and 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 so so what was what was your reaction to this movie? Discomfort, largely. Yeah. Um, I think I think it is a good movie, and I think it is. Uncomfortable largely in intentional ways, but yeah. not exclusively. Mm. Um, like I think that it is worth backing up to talk more about the sex and sort of its relationship to women. Because I think that is where a lot of the discomfort comes from. And I think a lot of that, again, I think a lot of it is intentional. Um, this And this is a movie that, you know, depicts a decent amount of violence against women. Yeah. Um, and not you know, positively. No, obviously. But it's not, it's not as if like, it's not as if like, 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 you know, it's not like, um, you know, it's not like these women are like trying to hurt him and he's like defending himself. It's like, no, 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 no. This is, there, there, there is a, there is just like, 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 no, this woman is doing something to upset me. I'm going to teach her a lesson. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I think one of the most, or just, I'm just going to use her. Yes, know, yes. Sort of the way that he ultimately gets his revenge is by framing the head of the Newcastle mob, this guy Kinnear, for the murder of a woman that Jack Carter kills himself. Yeah. He, you know, kills this woman who was his uh, brother's girlfriend um, and leaves her body in the pond on Kinnear's estate. Um, and even earlier than that, um, sort of early in his, you know, revenge rampage, um, after having a shootout with some of the Newcastle mobsters, they, um, not, you know, just as basically a fuck you and as a way to keep him from being able to pursue them after he's, you know, sort of shooed them off by shooting at them, they push his car into a canal. Yeah. Um, not knowing that in a previous scene he had tied up um, Kinnear's girlfriend in the back of that car and left her there. And I think one of the most disturbing shots in the movie yeah. is of Kane just watching the car sink to the bottom of the canal, not reacting in any yeah. way. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking of that scene. That, that, that was the scene where I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, that is the same way that his brother died. Yeah. You know, he... Everything that he is ostensibly angry about, he does and several times worse yeah. in this movie. Like, he's got no claim to moral superiority. No. In fact, it could be argued in some ways he is worse. Yeah. Um, yeah. His brother would not have died if it weren't for his lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. Like, plain, um, plain as day. Yeah. That is made explicit in this movie. And he, I mean, he commits every sin of the people who... Yeah. 
committed the crime committed. Yeah. You know. Exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, not child pornography. They engage in yes, child yes, pornography. Yes, 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 yes. They do some child pornography with his niece. Yep, yep, yep. But I think that in is also worth teasing out a little bit because you know you mentioned that his niece is kind of the one innocent in the movie, which I think the movie has kind of a a stereotypical attitude of women that they are all either pure innocence or yeah. whores. You know, very, like a whore and Madonna. Thing. Yeah, that's you know, the oldest trope in the book. Um, yeah, and other than the niece, every woman in the movie is you know some sort of femme fatale, and not like, yeah. and the femme fatale is like a complicated trope that can, yeah. can that can like obviously, obviously stray into just straight up misogyny, but I think also can be, you know, used in other ways as well. You know, I think there are a lot of examples of, you know, um, women who are you know, either forced by circumstance into acting a certain way, you know, like, um, or are, you know, at, at the very least, you know, mercenary characters, but mercenary in the same way all of the men in the movie are. Yeah. You know, they're treated relatively equally. Yeah. Whereas in this movie, they are all just kind of schemers who are out to, you yeah. know, can't be trusted. Yeah, you know? yeah, um, yeah. And with no real complexity yeah. to them, you know. And, yeah. And the movie, again, has... There's a lot of sex in it, and it, it walks this very uncomfortable line where it is, you know, very titillating. It is, yeah. you know, supposed to be hot in a lot of places, but also, you know, with this threat of both betrayal and then violence against women always just at the edge of the frame, you yeah. know? So it's, and again, th I think there is the potential for some sort of deeper point there in places but in some places just feels a little you know having it both ways yeah um like i think in a lot of ways the movie's attitude towards sex is similar to a lot of slasher movies from yes. the time in that you know they're, they're simultaneously kind of liberated and excited by the sexual revolution where you know we can you know we, we can, can do this now we can show you all the tna that you want to see yeah um well also like feeling need to kind of violently repress and punish that image that, you know, yeah. um, all women who actually engage in this behavior are whores who can't be trusted and will, you know, for better or for worse, meet with violent enemies. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. 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 No, no. And, 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 you know, and like, and like, yeah. That, yeah. I mean, like maybe like the woman that runs his, sh like the place he's staying maybe is like the only other woman that like isn't a femme fatale basically in this. Yeah, I mean she's she's given a little another layer of complexity, but she I mean she's also drawn from kind of a stereotype of like the, you know, old maid who yeah. you know, who just wants a good lay, yeah. who just wants a good dicking. Yeah. You know what I mean, right? Right? And that's right and, and when he offers a good dicking, that's all she 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 can't say no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right? I mean, she's and almost gets shot because of it. Yeah. yeah. She's drawn with, I mean, there's a certain amount of pity for her, but that's, you know, it's kind of a condescending emotion. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. No, and I remember that scene you were talking about, about Kinnear's girlfriend sinking to the bottom of the, uh, of the, of, of, of the river in his, uh, in his car. I remember thinking like, oh, well, he's going to jump in and save her. And then he just like looks at her just kind of like, well, shit. Yeah. You know what I mean, right? Right. Almost, almost more, you can tell almost more upset that his car is gone. I mean, yeah. I, I think the most disturbing thing is there's no reaction whatsoever. Exactly. Like he's totally blank. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, and it is, 
And that's the thing, right? And and and, Which, and I think that's a an effectively disturbing moment. Like that yeah. really. Yeah, that mo- that moment stuck with me. Yeah, yeah, like like like, and that's the, and that's why I said like this is a dark movie. Like this yeah. is because I was expecting because this movie was somewhat remade as uh, a Sylvester Stallone movie in 2000. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And I have not seen that movie, but I would... Haven't w- heard good things. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes, yes. I would wager to guess a lot of the complexity there was lost. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Um, you know, but like, but like, but, but, I mean, this movie like, what's it called? It, do you want to talk about the ending? Sure. Yeah, I mean, let's let's dive into it. Yeah, because like, so in the end, it's basically revealed that like, that like that like they they basically so his brother so his first tip off of the of and when you kind of realize throughout the movie, the reason why he doesn't believe this story that his brother died in a drunk driving accident is because his brother was just wasn't a big drinker. Yeah, you know what I mean, right? He wasn't someone that like would like that just was so, you know, like 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 it would be like if I died saving a woman. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, nah, I protect and defend women. Oh, all all right, not better. Yeah. <laughs> well, because they need my protection anyway. Oh, no, okay. okay. <laughs> but no. But so. But so. But so. You know, right? Right. And so, what was basically revealed is, is that these gangsters, like, like, literally forced his brother at gunpoint to like drink a bottle of whiskey. Right, mm-hmm. they put him in a car, and they, you know, right, and, and, and ensured his death. Right, and so he finds the guy that did it, and he takes him right to this like coal plant. Yeah, I mean, it seems to be a, it's it's a coal plant, but like it seems the primary function of the plant seems to just to be to dump coal tailings directly into, into the, the ocean. ocean. <laughs> yeah, it's the movie paints like. It's effectively grim. Yes. And it's, like, yes. just design. Kind know? of fitting with, like, what was happening in England at the time. Yeah. You know, this is a period of, 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 of you know, we're, we're both we're both men that have watched the Adam, Adam Curtis films in our time. Sure. Right? You know what I mean? Or yeah. This is a period of, like, of like you know, where deindustrialization wasn't just uh, something that was happening in America. No. It's something that was also happening... You know, in these towns like Newcastle, in these mm-hmm. towns that are basically like, you know, like, I don't know, I guess England's version of Ohio. Yeah. You know what I mean, right? Of the Rust Belt, right? Like, like, like this is something that's happening in England and was causing real pain to be felt, right? Yeah. You know what I mean, right? And I mean, I, I, the, the film, like, makes it clear that, like, what is dying was already ugly. Like, it's, you know, a shitty, smoggy, gray industrial town where they, their industry seems to be just pollution, um, exactly. Yeah, but that's also like that is also dying. Yes, and what is replacing it is not really better. No, you know the the, the one of the final scenes takes place in a car park. Yeah, and you know this is kind of thing you wouldn't. I've read this on Wikipedia. You wouldn't. It's the kind of thing you wouldn't notice now because it looks so nat, you know, normal. But like they included the car park intentionally because you know they wanted it's you know this like brutalist structure that was like something that looked new at the time you know? yeah and that's what this is that's what this all is being replaced by this yeah. like you know one awful form of capitalist degradation being replaced by this like 
you know, yeah. new corporatist brutalism. Exactly. You know, that's yeah. Also ugly in a new way. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. 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 Now. Yes. Now replacing. Now replacing. Um. Um. um industrial capitalism. Neoliberalism. Yeah. Right. Isn't yeah. it great, baby? Yeah. You know what I mean, right? New Coke. Right. Yeah. yeah like. 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 And, and that's the thing, right? And and like and like and like it isn't better. Just new assholes are getting rich now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, and that's the thing, like, you know, like, like, and I thought it was, I thought it was kind of interesting, the inclusion of like, of, 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 yeah, like pedophilia, you know what I mean, right? Mm -hmm. Right, because like, I, I, I had heard somewhere that like, that like basically like, 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 the thing about being like, like, like anti-pedophile is like, is like, it's the lowest fruit, right? Because who is, who is not there is exactly one group of people that are not anti-pedophile, right? right? And it is pedophiles. Yeah. You know what I mean, right? So it's something that's 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 like such a such an easy, right? It's like saying like fuck cancer, right? You know right. what I mean, right? But but like a lot of so for instance like QAnon, a lot of QAnon people, right? Once QAnon kind of has now gone away, right? They're just like okay, well I'm just an anti-pedophile, right? And it's right. like great. You know yeah. what I mean, right? Because who's not that, right? Yeah. You know what I mean. It, but like, but like, like that's the thing, right? It it, it is it is it, it was it was an interesting, like like when they when they introduced that 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 into the film, I was kind of like, why are you? So you're kind of trying to give him like almost like a moral high ground now, yeah. because he might be a murderer, mm-hmm. a, a probable bunch of other things that aren't good as well. Right. Right, but he's not a pedo. You know right. what I mean. And these guys are mm-hmm. right, and because 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 the, the 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 child pornography that they make, it kind of touches almost every character who's yeah. not Michael Caine in this film. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they were all like 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 implicit in this production of this child pornography. Yeah, with the little snippets of the film you see, they just keep having more characters from. Who from the film like walking and be like, I will also participate in this orgy. pedophilia. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, right? And and like and like and like and like, and like I thought there was such an interesting kind of thing to just like all of a sudden like because it happens pretty late in the movie. Yeah, right. Just like all of a sudden, oh, turns out he had like a moral high ground the entire movie, yeah. right? And then, but then, like you said, then from that point he proceeds to just do a whole bunch of horrible shit yeah right right but it's made almost a little less horrible because because i remember like watching that poor woman like sink to the bottom of the fucking river just kind of being like i mean i guess she is like a pedophile <laughs> you know what i mean right mm-hmm. like i don't know that makes it better you know what I mean? maybe slightly but also like like no like hold on yeah he, he was he was gonna this was all going to happen regardless yeah you know what i mean right yeah, it does. It does feel a little bit like deck stacking. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then, but but so you know, but so he he finds the guy that killed his brother, and he takes him to to the pollution factory. Yeah, which like literally, as they're doing it, you're literally just seeing like 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 you like you said like fucking culture like just zzzz, right into the fucking. I remember we were like, oh, is there like gonna be like a container? So nope, right into the ocean. Okay, right yeah. into the ocean, right? And 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 he fucking kills him. Yeah. You know I mean? He beats hilariously. He has a gun. Mm-hmm. He does not shoot him with the gun. He beats him to death with the gun. Yeah, which is like it, and it is like beating someone to death is such a brutal thing to yep. do. You know what I mean? He's like, not a nice man. No, no. 
the human body can withstand a lot of punishment. You know what I mean? You hit someone with something once, you're probably not going to kill them. You hit them with something like two or three times, you're probably not going to kill them. you got to hit someone a lot with a blunt object to eventually kill them. And it is not. It is. That is. That is a. Top. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say don't try that. No, do not, do not. Yeah, not, yeah. Don't let's not take the they can probably withstand once as an invitation to try. No, I won't. Listen, listen, listen. I mean, this entire podcast is legal advice, is what I need to. No, okay. It is. It is absolutely not. not. No one on this is a lawyer. No one on this is a lawyer. But this is <coughs> financial advice. And also, uh, <laughs> this is no type of advice. In fact, our only advice is to not listen. Exactly. Uh, you're ridiculous for doing that. But but no. But so he beats this guy to death. And then he goes out to, like, the ocean, and he goes to, like, throw his gun out there, and just, ba-bam, just sniper kills him, right? Yep. yep, just gets killed by a sniper, and his, like, dead body just just waves washing up on it. Yep. And it's kind of like, well, what was the fucking point of yeah. any of this? Nothing. He kills a bunch of people, and then someone slightly more professional with a slightly higher set of skills offs him. Yep, yeah, yep, and then, yep, and then... Okay. That's it. That's, That's your it. life. That's what That's you it. chose. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But my, very dark movie, but ultimately, what did you think of it? I mean, I, I I think it is a an effective film. I Again, I have... It made me uncomfortable in a lot of ways that I think were, again, uh, intentional and appropriate, and in some ways that I think were less so. Um, so it's, it's a film that I have a tough time, like, full-throatedly endorsing. But, like, I mean, I, on, on Letterboxd, I give it four stars. Like, I, I think it's yeah. a good movie. Yeah. 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 Um, I'll also shout out the director, Mike Hodges, also made, uh, another movie that I quite like a lot, Croupier, mm. um, which is, like, an early Clive Owen neo-noir where he plays a croupier. Mm. I don't know what a croupier is. It's like a, you know, I don't know, gambling waiter i don't know <laughs> the guy who like helps you play blackjack or whatever okay. yeah yeah all right yeah what's it god i learned a new word today yeah you're gonna forget it as soon yeah. as you leave i don't know i'm not a gambling guy yeah. me neither never never you, you just lose money too fast yeah i like my money too much i don't understand i i, I like it's one of those things. it's always great when you find a vice and you're just like oh sick that's not for me yeah 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 it was like the one time I went to a, a, a I, I had a girlfriend send me to a sex addicts meeting. Yeah. Because because she thought I was watching too much porn. And there was no there was no feeling as good as going to a going to a twelve step meeting and 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 discovering in the course of it that you don't have that problem. <laughs> that was so cool. I was like, oh my god, I was so worried. But yeah. no, oh no, I, I, this, I is, this is not my battle. I just yeah. I just use porn to jerk off sometimes. That is yeah. it. This is. This is, there is no recreation here. This is just a pure, nope, start, go, and we're good. You know what I mean? You people, glad you people have this thing. I hope it helps. Yeah. Because, man. Woof. <laughs> it's like aspects of that, man, that I was just like, why would you lie? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, it, I mean, to each their own. No. No. We, you've only got the cool one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I got the cool one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a freak like those guys. Yeah. God damn. No. Yeah, gambling sucks. <laughs> Stupid. Okay. Stupid thing to do. All right. Any any addition? Oh, the one one thing that I did want to note about this movie. Did you uh, have? It's so it's based on a novel. 
Did you happen to catch in the opening credits what the name of the novel it's based on is? Because it's not Get Carter. No, what's the name of the novel? Jack Goes Home. <laughs> it's a real, like, oh shit, the manuscript is due right now, and I forgot to write a title. This is a movie about Jack going home. You know what I'm going to say? It's descriptive. It's, it's correct. Descriptive. That does it's happen. Correct. And you know what? It's a better title than Where the Crawdads Sing. That's true. Yeah. I don't. I have no idea what that is about. I don't care what it's I about. I have no intention to find out. Me neither. That sounds, it sounds bad. Yeah. Crawdads don't sing. I mean, I imagine it's more it's intended to be poetic. How? You ever seen a crawdad? They're like little bugs. Yes, that's why it's poetic rather than literal. How is that poetic? A little bug singing? Not, I'm not saying I like it. Okay, but you're well, just, it kind of sounds you're like just, you're saying you're just, you like. It kind no, of sounds like you're saying you no, like. No, you're just refusing to understand the meaning of the word poetic. That there can be things that are not literal. That they can in, be intended to <laughs> evoke things. I love not, being stupid. Not, all, not Poetic does not mean good. It just... It's a, listen... Listen, there's some bad poetry, my friend. Oh, is there? Really? Yes. Oh, I can't even imagine what it must be like. <laughs> you should, Matt, you should write some poetry. No, wait, have I never told you this? I, I'm sure you have. Oh, yeah, yeah I did. And my, my mom found it. There was, like, poetry I wrote, like, freshman year of college. Mm, I'm sure it was good. Oh, it was. It was. I, I... Yeah. Here's my question. Did it rhyme? Oh, yeah. (laughs) 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 Me, me there, me there in a dark room, in a dark dorm room by myself with, with not but my, with not but my, uh, with, with my, with my composition book, a pen and, and, and the rhyming dictionary. Oh my God. Yep. Yep. Those are the vibes. But you could still most likely describe the results as poetic. Yes. Yeah. Does not mean it's good. Nope. Yeah. No, it does not. Yeah. It's really inspired by Poe. <laughs> it gives you any kind of where I was. Is it about fucking your niece? Is that how he, he made? Was it was it a cousin or a niece he married? I think it was cousin. Okay, that's oh, it's just like fine. That's, at the that's time. a little better. Yeah. 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 That, yeah. Cousin. I think cousin. I want to say way younger. Him. Yeah, it's less good. I want to say, like, I want to say, and I could be wrong about this, I want to say over a decade younger than him. No, I, I think you're right. I think she was mad young. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes. But, you know. Who would believe Edgar Allan Poe was weird? Yeah, exactly. But hey. I mean, the worst part is that that part might not have been that weird nope. at the time. No, no, yeah. that part might have been totally, <laughs> might have just been, just been, why won't you give him a chance? Yeah. Well, hey, Marilyn's favorite son. There you go. There you go. All right.
Can we move on to what we've been watching? Yeah, sure. All right. Who do you think is Marilyn's favorite son? Um, we don't really have very many good ones to choose from. I, mean, I, I think it's more of the thing. Like, there are more people from Maryland than you, than you would suspect, but none of them are really associated with Maryland. It's a lot That's of people cool. who like left. And Carolyn Poe's not even from Maryland. He's from New York, but like lived here most of his life. Yeah, I mean that's the reason we get him. Yeah, exactly. He, yeah, um, yeah. Michael he's... Phelps. Oh yeah, Michael. It's probably Michael Phelps. In terms of modern people, uh, Jada Pickett Smith apparently. Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris is just born here. She left immediately. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Parker Posey. I don't know who that is. She's an actress. What's it called? Uh, yeah. John Wilkes Booth. There we go. Yeah. Thurgood Marshall. Oh, yeah, Thurgood Marshall. Okay, yeah. okay, be Thurgood Marshall. Babe Ruth. Again, yeah. not John Waters, but John Waters, more, of a, yeah. more of a cult figure. See this thing, see this thing. I feel like, I feel like John Waters should be Marilyn's favorite son, but he, but he isn't, but he should be. Huh. That's what, because who do you have that's like from Maryland, living, li- lives lots, uh, largely in Maryland, and mm-hmm. makes his, like, his project is all about Maryland? Yeah. I always forget Babe Ruth was a Marylander. Yeah, again, not really associated with it. No, not at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking, yeah. I mean, yeah, Spiro Agnew. Yeah, no thank you. No thank you. Um, okay, so I was going to pull up my list. So again, I'm going to try and restrict myself to, like, new releases just to keep us moving on. But So the two I will focus on are, um, first, more briefly, uh, Crimes of the Future, the uh, new David Cronenberg movie. How was um, that? I enjoyed it. Um, it's him kind of going back to his more of his like body horror stuff. You know, he's been working in more like elevated drama type stuff for a decade or two. You know? well, 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 when he doesn't take a break to be in Jason X. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still can't believe he was in Jason X. I can. He seems like a dude who'll show up in some shit. That is, that is, well, that was the first Jason movie for him. No, it's, it's not even, it's not even that. I will make no predictions about what David Cronenberg is going to do. Yeah. Yeah. He's a weird duck. He's a weird duck. What is he? He's like Canadian? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Not Jewish. Okay. I think David Cronenberg. Okay. Actually, I'm going to double check that. (laughs) But, um, I mean, it does, it's still, like, it's a little more restrained in the, uh, you know, the gory body horror stuff then you know it's it's not videodrome or the fly it doesn't quite get to that level of um gross but it's certainly there it like it honestly it feels more like a fusion of sort of his two impulses like it's got a little bit of the sort of um oh yeah he's jewish never mind yeah oh and his father's from maryland holy shit okay there you go we're we're claiming david cronenberg that's right david cronenberg's ours yeah um i've actually never seen videodrome it is a great... That, that's one that you'll get some October. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I asked my dad if he'd seen it. And he said, he said, yeah, and I was like, you like it? He was like, weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's kind of his deal. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And that's, I mean, that's what I love about the movie. It's fucking weird. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, uh, honestly, the best part of the theatrical experience for me was, um, it was actually a pretty well-attended screening, um, but like five minutes into the movie, these two teenage girls just get up and walk out, and by the time they get to the door, they are howling with laughter. <laughs> because, like, uh, Viggo Mortensen's character is introduced, like, sleeping in this big, like, brain hammock thing that's, like, 
you know, it's one of those fucking weird Cronenberg things where it's just this, like, organic machine thing yeah. that's, like, fucking gross and weird. You don't totally understand its purpose for a while, but it looks kind of cool. But, yeah. like, if you're not on the wavelength, you're just going to be like, what the fuck Fuck is this nonsense? Yeah. 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 You ever see Tetsuo? No, but, like, I think it's similar vibes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah very similar vibes, yeah. 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 Um, and, I mean, it's cert- I've seen people, like, say that it kind of falls into that, like, directors getting into self-parody as they get older mm-hmm. thing. But, like, I don't care. I, I like David Cronenberg doing weird body horror shit. It works for yeah. me. Yeah, you make a movie about erotic surgery and people eating plastic. I am there for it, buddy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's it? Wait, people eat plastic in it? Yeah. I might have to see this. Should I take Emily to see it with me? Uh, I don't know her that well, but based on the limited things you've told me about her art consumption, I would say probably not. Almost certainly yeah. not. No, yeah. no, yeah. I'm trying to think what I, I showed her some movie recently, and it, she was just like, "What the fuck?" And I was like, "Yeah." Do you think she would like a movie about people spontaneously generating new organs, which are then removed from them in um? Sort of performance art surgeries. Do you see the surgeries? Yes. Of course you do. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, I don't think she would. There you go. No, this is this is a woman who saw a mushroom cloud made of yep. human organs and said, I was going to say, no, thank you. I'm going to leave. There's a lot of overlap. Oh, okay. yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Versus me, I was like, this is awesome. And I took a picture. Yeah. 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 So you, you would probably like it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's, you know, like like any Cronenberg movie, like, it's got all that weird gross shit, but it also feels very much like the kind of movie made by a dude who also made a, like, biopic about Freud and Jung. Ooh. Yeah. You know what I might do? What's that? I might pull an audible. I'm kind of thinking about pulling an audible. Changing your movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. We'll, we'll get to that in a minute, but you, okay. got, you got that in the chamber now. Yeah. Oh, we also forgot to pick a date. We can do that when we're done. Anyway, um, but uh, and one other movie I will highlight because I, I mentioned you know that there was a Bollywood movie I wanted to mention, which is R R R Triple R, stands for Oh Roar Rise Revolt. It is a three-hour-long hyper-violent musical um, that is mostly about two. Um, Indian guys on opposite sides of the law teaming up to kill a lot of English people. Oh wait, yeah. is this the one I've seen a lot of clips on? Uh... Yeah, it kind of made it. It it made it like a big splash on like film Twitter. Yep, and it fucking rules. Oh, does it? Um, like it's it, it like took me a minute to get on its wavelength because again, I'm not like super well versed in Bollywood, and like it definitely has its own vibe. And, like, it's not a particularly subtle movie. A lot of it has, like, sort of the the vibe of, like, you know, people mashing their action figures together. But it is also, once you get on its wavelength, it is unequivocally awesome. Okay. Like, um, it feels like, you know, we've complained so much about how, like, Marvel movies kind of feel like they were directed by no one. Mm-hmm. Like, this every frame of this movie feels directed. Mm-hmm. You know, there are they're not always subtle images, but they are images. Mm. Um, and also like tying into like the uh, you know what we've been talking about with actors, like the two dudes that they have like as their stars can clearly do everything. Like you know they like they can act, 
They can do comedy. You know, they can sing, you know, because they have to sing while they're killing English soldiers half the time. They have, like, a fucking dance-off in the middle of the movie where they, like, humiliate all these, like, foppish English guys by doing, like, sexy Bollywood dance moves and, like, win over all the white ladies. Yep, yeah, yeah. As I I, I said on Twitter, I was like, like, this is the dream of every brown man to be able to do. Yep, 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 yep. yep. And Um, I got a lot of heat from Indian people or South Asian people that I know uh, on Twitter who said, uh, too real. Too, too real estate right? and like they can also do like really impressive like physical stunt work like it is it's like I wasn't like it was the kind of thing I was like I know this like I didn't I couldn't tell how much people's enthusiasm for it was like semi-ironic yeah like again it's like it's it's a different flavor than American populist movies, but I, by the end of it, I was one hundred percent on board with it. Hell yes, yeah. And it, it kind of feels like in places like you know, it's very much about like we need to kill the English, which is a message I can get on board. Sweet, with. absolutely. Kind of like I don't know enough. It kind of feels like it might secretly also be about how we need to nuke Pakistan, <laughs> but <laughs> like I don't know how. Just. <laughs> Just somehow I'm like, so I feel like this might be problematic somehow. I don't know enough about Indian politics, but like, I can imagine, like, I, I, a, like a movie this nationalist feels like it could have some undertones that I'm not picking up on. Yep. But what yep. I will say, I, I'm having enough fun that I will declare that none of my business. <laughs> and so, I didn't know this until like the last year, but they had like a big war in our lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. They've had I, multiple. I, I I knew they've had some like shit like recently, but I did not know when like when we were like old enough to be making like memories. Yeah. Like 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 they just had like a whole ass war. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. a whole ass big fucking war. Yep. Yep. Just yep. yep. Crazy shit. <laughs> While they both had nukes. Yeah. 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 That's. They should have to give up their nukes. Probably all should. Well, yes, we all should. But I think I think the whole world could agree. Listen, if you guys can't get along, neither one of you should be able to have yeah. these. You, you. But who's gonna take them? Man, that's a really good question. And that's a really good question. Yeah. You know what? You know who I have faith in to take them? Iran. Oh man, <laughs> I was gonna say China. There you go. Yeah, China. Yeah, because China and India get along. <laughs> <laughs> China and India. I remember I stayed up until literally, I'm not even kidding, 3 a.m. one night. Mm. Just I didn't have the kids, so no one could be mad at me. And it was a weekend. Sure. But I stayed up until 3 a.m. just for like, just watching videos of Chinese and Indian soldiers getting into fights on the border. Yeah. Up to and including their arguments and everything like that. It's, frankly, frankly, okay, it's, Almost always the Chinese that are starting it. Sure. You know what I mean? But also, it's the Indians also being a little bit too hard-ass about that border. Yeah. Because you look at like what they're fighting over, and it's nothing. <laughs> There's nothing there. Right. There's not even a village. Yeah. It's just rocks. And they're just, like, going to... The two nuclear powers yeah. going to war against each other. So cool. That is also the word I would use. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's also good, it's also good that India is putting its like chattest soldiers on that thing. Yeah, you know what I mean, right? Because they're always way taller than the Chinese guys. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Also, the Chinese. Also, it's always funny because 
Like, there's only, like, there's only ever, like, one Chinese guy that can speak English. Mm -hmm. And it's clearly, like, he learned, like, British English. So he's just, yeah. like, so he's just, like, dropping. It is kind of, like, it's kind of, like, in The Man Who Would Be King. Mm -hmm. Like, they're just kind of, like, dropping, like, little Britishisms yeah. in their, like, negotiations. They're Billy Fishing it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah they're kind of Billy Fishing it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just always one very angry Chinese colonel. There you go. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> so that's what you've been watching. That's what I've been watching. <laughs> Watching it and just being like, man, someone pulls out a gun, this is going to be bad. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you got in that war? No one. No one? I mean, nuclear winter will take us all, Matt. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Thank God Ukraine doesn't have nukes. It's... Yes. Silver lining everything. <laughs> all right, so what else have you been watching? <laughs> Put it out of my gratitude list. Okay. Um, what have I been watching? Dude, so uh, I watched a shit ton of uh, Wes Anderson. Okay. I just went down a Wes Anderson rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. And I, right, we talked about this on the phone. We talk on the phone. And, and, and <laughs> not to brag. Not to brag. Not to brag. Rob and I are friends now. <laughs> we talk on the phone. It's always so cool that we have that like one thing, like whatever, like we'll just like call each other. Right and like so to, like I just like call you just because I'm like hey eh, like a minute I'll just call yeah. Rob and then like you'll pick up and I'll kind of be like I don't really know what I have to talk about <laughs> but, like, well then we can always just go like so what have you been watching you know yeah. what I mean right but like yeah 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 but I was just like yeah I like watched multiple Wes Anderson films and um what's it called I love that there is like a space in this world for Wes Anderson and his and his yeah. cute little movies you know what I mean because like I don't know like. I feel like we live in an era where, like, a lot of people are trying a lot of cute shit recently, right? And usually it gets on my fucking nerves, mm -hmm. right? But, like, oh Wes, like, he makes some wonderful, cute little movies. Yeah. You know what I mean? These wonderful, cute little movies that are just about wonderful, cute little things. Maybe sometimes sad stuff happens. Yeah, I mean, they've got plenty of emotional wallop to Absolutely. Them. Yeah. Absolutely they do. Yeah. Like, they're... they're I, I, there are people who write them off as trifles, and I think some of them border on it. But yeah. I, I wouldn't. I don't. I. I he certainly have, at least at, a, at one time. I think that he's been totally passed by by the culture at this point, which is fine. He gets to keep doing his own thing. But there was a time when like he did have a lot of imitators who watch who were much more trifly. Yes, absolutely. But you know, it's not you know two thousand. Four anymore. We're, no. done, we're done with Twee. Twee yeah. is over. Twee, this is a post-Twee era. Yeah. You know what I mean, right? We're all gripers now. Uh, okay. Let's, uh, but, but no, but, but, but no, 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 but they're like, you know, it, 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 it was kind of a, it was kind of like a, a nice little, like, like, like going to this little Wes Anderson movie marathon I did over these course of these few days recently. It was kind of like a nice little return to like, it, it felt like the aughts. You know what yeah. I mean? All of his movies feel, you know, even though they're often set in times that are not the aughts, mm -hmm. right? They, right, right? And even though, like, the vibe of them is very, almost kind of like, you know, universally like the 60s and earlier. Yeah. You know what I mean, right? Like, that is like, you know. Right? That's where it, he takes a lot of his music from. Exactly. He takes a lot of his music from, right? Like, even, like, even like a movie like The Royal Tenenbaums was clearly set, like, was clearly set in the present day. Like, yeah. like they're all kind of dressed in the, Everything is like very much kind of like sixties yeah. kind of like. I, I think that they like digitally altered the skyline of New York a little bit to make it seem. I think you're older. right. I think yeah. you're right. Yeah. Plus, it stars our it stars our good buddy. Which one? Keegan. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you, our literal good buddy. Our literal like, good buddy. I don't. I I do love Gene Hackman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, who doesn't? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But no, 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 no. And 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 also, you know, I love Bill Murray. What's it called? Yeah. He's, Not personally. What's it but called? I love him personally. Love him in movies. Yeah. Seems, seems like a difficult guy. Right? Yeah, yeah. Bill Bill Murray definitely seems like 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 if I could pick one person that I'm like. Truly grateful is not my father. It is Bill Murray. <laughs> like that yeah. seems awful yeah. to have him as a dad. Yeah. Like, you know, although Bill Murray also did deliver, I think, one of my and I think I've told you about this, like one of my favorite like comebacks to anyone ever, mm-hmm. which is just where when he so on SNL, him and uh, I believe it was Chevy Chase got into like an actual fist fight mm-hmm. backstage. Yeah, I think you said yeah, yeah, yeah. And as they're continue. being, yeah, yeah. And as they're being pulled apart, right, right, right. Uh, Bill Murray just yells, "Mediocre talent." <laughs> yes, <laughs> very good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But but no, no, no. no but uh, you know, they're they're they're. Um, if 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 I was going to recommend one, right, and I think this one often gets overlooked because I think it's probably his least twee movie, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but uh, Bottle Rocket. Butter Rocket is a is a is a is a is a nice fun little movie that you can watch real quick. I don't think it's his best movie, right? I've only seen it once in high school, so yeah. I'm probably due for a rewatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's 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 a nice Especially movie. after the passing of James Caan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's sad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, you know, you lived a long life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong with yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah. It was pretty funny though that I don't know if you saw so he would end every tweet of his with end of tweet yeah 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 and 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 so and so in the announcement of his death right that i guess one of his family members did on his mm-hmm. twitter uh i saw someone 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 right they didn't say end of tweet mm-hmm. and someone did you see this no someone replied like no end of tweet and then whoever was i don't know his his, his wife daughter i don't know whoever the hell it was son What's it called? Like, like, just replied to them, just like, just like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> I mean, he he did something similar where he, you know, he after Ray Liotta died. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, he yeah. he posted like. That's not, what I'm thinking. Like, yeah, that's like, what happened. Not Ray or something like that, and someone replied to that saying, "No end of tweet," and he just responded, "Do better at a time like this, you rat." Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Of. That was the screenshot yeah, yeah. I saw. Yeah, so that was I tweeted that. Oh, you. <laughs> Or retweeted it, but yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That's what I saw. That's what I was talking about. Telling me a story of my own post. That is you're, that you're is the so good at posting. The Matt experience. I'm just like, hey, did you see this thing you did? <laughs> oh wait, you did that? Oh, that's where I heard yeah. that. Yeah. The number of times I've told you stories about about like the film industry that you told me. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, like you know what's so funny. It's always like a week later. You did that on this podcast. <laughs> Forgot. <laughs> like an hour ago. Oh, truly brain of a goldfish. It's <laughs> incredible. What's it called? Oh, man. I used to blame it on inhalants, but I don't think that's what this is. No. 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 This is, this is just pure mat all the way down. All the way down. Yeah. Oh man! All right. So next time, um, so next month is our topsy turvy month. We've done this a couple times, where we will switch roles from one month, and I will present you with a lower brow picture, and you 
are forced, and the more challenging one is you are forced to present yes. me with a highbrow movie. We we before before so 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 this is like a vacation for me. Like I just get to give yeah. you like some action yeah. movie I like or whatever. This is midterms because because the difference is I, I like I like all kinds of movies. Yeah, like I, I love a good like brainless beat 'em up or yeah. or, or dumb comedy, whatever. Yeah. You know, I yeah. think that you have bad taste in some of those things yes. sometimes. That doesn't mean I dislike the genre. Exactly, I have access to whole like worlds of film you've never even entered without my Not, like chaperoning you. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, no, I I mean literally, literally. Like, like while I'm watching these Wes Anderson films, I'm just like, it's so nice to be a cinephile. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, big budget. Like, like, these are not niche movies. No. These are well seen. Yeah. No, and, 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 God, I almost wish we had recorded it. Just, just, just the sheer panic of, so, 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 so we used to do these kind of like on the fly, where we yeah. would assign these kind of on the fly at this moment right now. Then Rob came up with a great idea. Hey, why don't we, instead of like recording our whole stupid conversation about, or not stupid, but, but you know what I mean, right? Like mm-hmm. us trying to figure out basically, instead of us doing logistics on the pod, why don't we do it beforehand and then we have it set, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, right? And so, and so, so Rob, Rob immediately is just like, Tells me the movie he's gonna assign me, and he's like, "All right, your turn." And I'm like, uh, "Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Oh I oh I forgot to write. I've stopped writing down all the movies I watch. Fuck! I don't know. Uh, fuck! What was that one movie that schizophrenic woman on Twitter recommended? Fuck! What was it? Oh god, I don't know. Uh, and then and then I just pulled out the movie. Uh, right? And then, well, actually, I didn't even pull it out. Fuck! You suggested yeah. you could always assign me come and see. Yeah, because right? I have not seen come and see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's like a highbrow, you know, right? Like. I mean, fuck. But then, when we were talking, I had, the, I, I had this thought, right? Because you've never seen Come and See. Nope. Come and See has the vibes of the act of killing. Yep. It is a hard movie. Yep. It is a rough movie. Yep. It, like, it took something from me watching that movie. Sure. And listen, and I would love to, I would love to cause you that sort of psychic damage. Matt, you've taken plenty of things from me. I have taken plenty of things from you. What's it called? I mean, the fact that we live together and I just... And I would just... I, I don't know if we've talked about this but I would just walk around basically half-naked constantly. You would, like, hammer shit at, like, 11 at night. Like, <laughs> onto, onto the wall that we shared. That's right. And you would just be like, can you stop? And I was like, what? Oh, it is 11. My bad! <laughs> Just completely unaware that other people exist. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, in my defense, our other roommate was watching Gossip Girl at the time. So, <laughs> one of these things is easier to zone out. No, 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 no. I wasn't even saying that she was making noise. I was just like, oh yeah, the house is still awake. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm not totally autistic. That was my mindset. Uh, at the time. Sure. Yeah. That's <laughs> literally onto the wall and we shared. Yes. <laughs> Not even with a hammer, with a hatchet. Oh my god. <laughs> I couldn't find a hammer. In the back of a hatchet acts as a hammer. But so anyway, but so as much as I love causing you psychic damage, like honestly, I was just thinking about it and I was like, because like when we talked about the act of killing, mm-hmm. like I think that was like, that 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 was like, I, 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 I love that discussion we had, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of my favorite that we've done, right? 
But here's the thing about... We um, have done a lot with the Soviet war genre. That's exactly what I was thinking. We have done so much with the Soviet war genre. Yeah. And also... Like, like I was like I was like we're gonna talk about that movie for fucking four hours. You yeah. know what I mean, right? Right? Like we can't. Like, like, like I think if we ever do come and see, we should literally just do come and see, as like maybe. a one off. Right. You know what I mean? I mean maybe not, but I don't know, right? But 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 so I was like, eh, you know what? Like you said, like like literally we've done so much with the Soviet war genre, and then if yeah. you and then I think if you add just World War Two to that, like I think yeah. we've done probably even more, right? Um, in 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 any roundabout. Any can any chance we have to talk about World War Two, we will just talk about World yep. War Two forever, yep. and then be like, "Oh yeah, wait, we have to talk about the movie." Yep, you know what I mean. So I was like, "Okay, okay." So not come and see. So I'm gonna sign you Tetsuo. Okay. Since you also haven't seen that one, and okay. since and 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 you know what, it's a it's a, it's a, it's it's a relatively short film, and it is weird, and it is so much of the weird shit that you assigned me. Okay. You know what I mean, right? And it's like Cronenberg-esque and it's, and it's in Japanese. <laughs> it's in Japanese, therefore. They're Japanese as hell. But they also do some shit that you just don't see Japanese people do very much. Do you mean fuck? Yes. Okay. That's statistically true. No one can be mad at me for that. <laughs> the guy that just got got was begging people to have sex and someone said no thank you and shot him. That's not why he shot him. I like to believe that. <laughs> that was such a good... Did you see that post I retweeted? It was just like... It was like, Matt, again, I have you muted. Oh, dude, this is a good one. So it was like... So like, like some news agency was like, man who shot Shinzo Abe <laughs> said, that, said, that, said that he was dissatisfied with... with, with 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 the man and his policies, and someone just quote you to that was like, I did get that vibe. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I saw not from you, but I saw that tweet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, I saw, I saw a lot of people quoting or tweeting variations on that. Like, just yeah. okay, got it. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. It's so funny that they're like that. They're going to be like that. There will probably be a grand total of ten gun deaths in mm-hmm. Japan this year, and one of them was the former prime minister. <laughs> That's so wild. Yeah. Killed with like a Cronenberg gun. Yes, killed like with a, a Cronenberg a gun. gun from existence. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Killed with the first gun you get in Fallout. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So cool. Anyway, so I am actually going to, uh, as hinted, uh, stay in Hong Kong for my pick, um, but give you more of sort of the typical genre fair coming out of that. Um, I was going to say country. That's not really right. Nation. You know. It's all China. City, state. <laughs> not, at, not at the time. Um, but, uh, okay. You you enjoyed your, yourself there. But it's always nice when you just, you crack yourself up and no one else. You know, I am so funny. I do it literally all the time. I know. <laughs> you would unmute me on Twitter. You'd see it. I see it in real life. Enough. Thank you. But, um, and so I'm actually, it's, it, there are even more commonalities between this because you know, I talked a lot about, um, you know, how Tony Leung is so subtly expressive, but he's also a dude who can shoot guns with Chow Yun Fat. So I'm going to give you John Woo, the director of Face Off. Mm. Among other films. I always forget that he directed yeah. Face Off. His film Hard Boiled from, I don't know, the 80s sometime. But, so yeah, you get to, get to see another side of Tony Leon. 
I'm just, I'm just thinking of Tim face off. <laughs> you weren't even there for that. I know, but I heard about it all the same, and it yeah. made me laugh so hard. Yeah, the, the first time we watched, or not the first time we watched Face Off, but me, me and our friend Jared, our previous guest, showed Face Off to a friend who had never even heard of it, and just... It was a beautiful thing watching him realize what the premise of the movie was, like yeah. 45 minutes in. Just be like, no, no, they're not going to, no, they can't. Face off? Face off? And it's also that it's two men facing off. It's a yeah. double meeting. It's got layers. <laughs> anyway, we will, we will see what that man was doing before he came to America. Yes. Which was making some of the... I mean, I love Face Off. Like, unironically, I think it is. Oh yeah. Like it's, it's a, it's a wild movie, but I, I love the hell out of it. But it is his Hong Kong action work is some of the best action filmmaking anyone has ever done. Now so, I'll ask you this: Does it have a man performing tunnelingas on a beach? No, but it does have Chow Yun Fat playing saxophone. That's honestly maybe better. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I am so pumped to see yeah. this. Oh man. I might, fuck, I wonder if I'll watch that with Emily. I probably won't watch Tetsuo with Emily. I don't like shit like that at all. Yeah. There's one scene in particular I'm thinking of. She will not be a fan. Yeah. Seems yep. like there are some shared vibes between that and uh, Organ Mushroom Class. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So anyway, join us next time for our Asian double feature yes. of Tetsuo and Hard Boys. All right. Good night. Good night. Do you mind if I ask you something to me? Hi. Oh, go ahead. That surgery is sex, isn't it? Is it? Mm. You know it is. Surgery is the new sex. Hmm. Does it have to be new sex? Yes. When I was watching Caprice cut into you, I wanted. Yeah. I wanted you to be cutting into me. That's what I knew. <laughs> what was that all about? Another epiphany. Heart triumphs once again. <laughs>